Welcome to episode 15 of Both Down, the number one Blood Bowl podcast. That's still around. I'm Steve Kilowagi, and with me as always... Scott Prime. Or... Fat Finley. There you go. Now, what do you mean by still around? Well, we have uh, another dearly departed. <laughs> They're just dropping off like flies, aren't they? They are. I mean... Anything with a Z in the name. Once there was four, and now there is two. So we wow. have the number one Blood Bowl podcast. Out of two now. Out of two. <laughs> so what look, used to be awesome being the number one Blood Bowl podcast out of four. Yeah, it was like something special. It was right. hard to do. Right. Now there's only two. And yeah. And what I'm referring to is uh, it looks like we've lost um, Zlurpcast. For the time being. Oh, I like to think that they're gone forever because they couldn't hang with us. <laughs> oh, yeah. Eat that, G-Dub. Ugh. G-Dub. No, nah, they're taking a sabbatical for a little while. Wow, big word. What? Did nice. I actually said that? Yes. Are you being serious? <laughs> I'm you being an perked, ass, but yes. You kind of perked up. That was impressive. <laughs> okay. Well, every now and then I do know a big word. Good for you. A uh, enormous word. Is that a... A big word to use to describe. Yeah, it's commonplace big word, though. Oh, okay. So you're not so... Saba- well, I guess you work at a school, so sabbatical, kind of. <laughs> oh, so we're going to give an excuse oh, why okay. I used a big word. Yeah. Well, screw you, pal. So anything else going on? Um, let's see. I guess the big announcement, we're recording this on the day of the corn decision. Oh, that's right. Let's corn is a no-go. No corn yeah, the for NAF the NAF. came out today and said No. And I was trying to light a fire in you by texting you while you were at work. <laughs> yeah. And I, and I guess it worked until it, I saw your response. Lit. And then I, I was like, you wussed out. I was upset because I'm a big proponent of if it's in the game, it should be in the game. However, in their reasoning, the NAF mentioned that they had contacted Games Workshop and they had stated that corn will not be in the tabletop rules. At that point, it's um, it's a separation between the games, and I'm okay with that. Okay. So I'm as much as I was wanting it and fighting for it and all that. The moment that GW goes, look, it's not going to be in the tabletop rules, so don't worry about it. That's when I go, okay. The NAF can say we follow the tabletop rules of Blood Bowl, and that's why it's not in. Well, here's the deal. If uh, if you like. The roster of the corn roster? I do. Uh, you could uh, play Chaos Pack or something similar and just tailor your team as they skill up. If you're in the league that picks skills. Yeah. Or if you're going to a tournament. Or even if you like the look of them, buy the minis and just sub them That's in true. for Chaos Marauders Ooh, or something. That would be fun. I mean, now you can have, what was the big guy called? Uh, bloodthirster. A Bloodthirster. You can have a lesser bloodthirster or, hmm. or a minor bloodthirster and it can be represented by your troll your minotaur and that's your, not a bad idea i didn't really ogre. have any yeah, i had no real desire for that type of team i'm so. just saying all you have well, to do is good. trick them out with some frenzy some horns and some other stuff i mean it's not totally lost if you really like the fluff of that you were doing it before games workshop came up with the idea and said hey look it's a corn team yeah i mean you see stuff way back when that even talks about like the Nurgle being the corn team and stuff, you know, at times. Or the Blood Bowl magazine where it had the corn or, or roster was that what and the Slanesh roster. Okay. Maybe that's why I'm getting confused. Yeah, you can always look at Blood Bowl magazine one and see all those different <clears throat> rosters. I think that's actually where I saw that because I was uh, looking through, through mine. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, 
Yeah, if you want to play corn, you still can. Just call it something else. I mean, or have, put it into your league. And then they don't have any control over leagues, so. Right. Oh, that's true. Yeah, house rule it into your league and see how it plays. Give them feedback, and if you like, yeah, if you do it, give them lots of feedback. Say this works. This this is very balanced. This is not. You know, yeah. whatever. Because we've heard a few, I guess opinions on both sides of it you know some people you know some of our fans actually email us and have many many discussions with us and they say no they don't nobody talks to us that is a lie okay it is i've done podcasts for a couple years now in other places like over the couch pirates and we get way more feedback from our fans than we ever have so that means either our fans are better or bored just have less to do (laughs) i don't i don't know what it is but it's nice to get feedback. So. Absolutely. Anything else going on? It Maybe was, uh, uh, a couple weeks ago. Fumble celebrated their tenth anniversary. Yay for Fumble! And if you don't know Fumble, that's the little online JavaScript game of Blood Bowl. It's the, I guess. Uh, it's the devil. It's it is the devil. I guess it's if you played Cyanide, it's more like the old Nintendo game. Version. It's like playing snakes on your phone. No, it's not that bad. Well. <laughs> The no, nice it's a game. fun game. Just it can be. Let's talk about. It. We, I don't have fun for with the it. 10th anniversary. They had an announcement that if you played a game, if you had one of your team, you already had a team made up. They reset your team with the little P symbol or whatever. Yeah, because what is it? You have a an R if it's ready to play. A green dot by your team. Hell if I know. It, I don't if know. it's if you didn't purchase everything you needed to do, whether it's another lineman or a re-roll or whatever, it would have a little P by it. So you'd have to click the button that said ready to play. Oh, okay. And so if you already had a team made up, you could take one of those teams and hit ready to play. And it would randomly give you a star player of somebody that was on the staff. Yeah. If you already had a team made up, which was something you forgot to tell me. Well, I didn't know that. <laughs> and you had teams already made up, but you had to make a new team. I figured why not. So, so, yeah, Scott talked me into playing for the 10th anniversary. He's like, we need to try it out. It'd be fun. And it was... Mm, no, there was no fun to be had. Well, you should have had fun. Steve made up a new Lizard Man team. And by the way, the the Doctor of Fluff over here, he just named his guys like random crap. No, he didn't. Dude. What? Do we need to pause this podcast? Every single it- skink started with SK. It was like scrunchy and squishy. Yeah, it was nice. What? I put like five minutes work into it. I knew I'd never play it again. <laughs> I don't need you. Don't need fluff everywhere. Yeah, you do. You should. Anyways, you played my goblin team. Yeah. And I had to give you inducements, which yeah. was retarded. And then you destroyed me because <laughs> no, the deck of no. cards known as the fumble dice. There you go. The dice destroyed you. Destroyed me. The dice destroyed us both. Now, granted, I should have got beat. Goblins versus Lizard Man. I've I, never seen so many double skulls, reroll double skulls, then your turn, skull, reroll skull, then my turn, yeah. one, reroll one. Yeah, actually, you had a ton of re- terrible rolls, too. Just, it was horrible. We got through maybe half the allotted turns <clears throat> by just one turn. Okay, so. Let's keep talking about Fumble. They just did their Kickstarter thing where yeah. they raised a ton of money for their Fumble block dice. Yeah. I'm assuming that these dice, you roll them all at once, <laughs> and then you put them in order, and then as you take your block, you just take the next one as it appears, because that's exactly how that dice generator feels. 
So hateful. I don't know if it's the mental side of you don't see a, a stupid graphic of a dice rolling or a die rolling. I don't know. Or if it just feels like it's a deck of cards and once you're through all the kings, you're it's never going to get a king. It's not even a deck of cards. It just feels, it feels like it takes randomness and then gives you minus five <laughs> to it. It's like, yeah, it's random, but you're going to have a greater chance of doing poorly with it. I don't know. I don't. I don't get it. But it was very frustrating. I, I've never seen. I guess we could sit here and complain about a video game all we want. We can sit here and complain about everything. We could. That's what we do so far. This would be the day to do it. I've had a terrible day, but yeah. I'm not going to complain about it too often. It was still fun to play yeah. Fumble, but and it's nothing against the game or anything. It's just <clears throat> you know, I hate it. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> I, I wish, I wish uh, somebody would invite me to every league I'm playing in has stopped. So, oh well. Well, if you had a better computer. I could play the cyanide game. Yeah. Yeah, well, that ain't going to happen anytime soon. Okay. So we got it in store for the show today. For today, our first segment is going to be a question and answer segment. Okay. So what are we going to do there? Answer some questions. Oh. That's the name would imply. Oh, Q&A. Yeah. I heard TNA. No, this is uh, not wrestling. Oh, okay. Or... Something better. Something better. And our second segment, we're going to have a Behind the Fluff with Brian 2. Ooh. One of the uh, helpers on the NATC North American Team Championship. Did I say that right? NATC? Yeah, yeah, I did. Wow. Along with other things, and he'll go into details about that. And then our last segment, we're going to do another star player review. Yeah. Bringing some star players out from the shadows. Out from the shadows, nothing. These guys, the guys I picked are like prolific. Guys. Or Multiple guys. guys. Whatever. We'll see. You having a gangbang over there? Teaser. Oh. What else do I want to talk I want to talk about something else. Oh, we're a week away. From Critter Bowl? From Critter Bowl. Yeah. Which is our baby shower tournament. Isn't that cool? I guess. What are you taking? I have no clue yet. You're not going to go on record? You're going to look at every roster and then decide, aren't you? I do believe you told me you should take something no one else has taken. So I'm waiting to find out what everybody else takes. I think you should take halflings. I could. No, I'm just joking. You don't, you don't want to do that. <laughs> They're awful, dude. Uh, well, didn't well, we play a tabletop game? What's that? You and I. We did? Didn't we play a tabletop game? Which one? The Phoenix Ravagers? Oh, we did. <laughs> didn't they? Uh... Wow, I actually really did forget about this. Yeah, we played it. you wanted to. Um, I guess we could talk about it in our Q&A because it deals with Dark Elves. So. Can I save it? Yeah, we're going to save it. All right, what else? God, there's something else I want to talk about. I can't remember. Well, if it's important, we'll cover it at the end. Okay, that sounds good. So we'll be back with Q&A. Both Down is brought to you by Wizards Asylum, your premier source for comics and games in Norman, Oklahoma. Check them out online at their new home, wizardsnorman.com. This is Rasta Tellspike, Hall of Fame star player of the Skate and Blight Scramblers, and you're listening to Both Down with Stephen Scott. Welcome back. In this segment, we are going to do some Q&A, as it's written down on my piece of paper. Q&A. Questions with answers. Questions with answers? Yep. I thought that's question and answers. 
So yeah. it should be QWA. Well, if it was questions and answers, it'd be QAA. You know what I remember now? What's that? Remember how I said there's something else I was going to talk about? Like two seconds ago? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So uh, I think his name's Mike Davies or Mike Davis, however you pronounce that. Okay. It's like San and it has a number by it, like 0386 or something yeah. like that on Twitter. He said he wanted some updates on some potty training. And I think he meant that in jest. But hey, oh, uh, Mike, uh, we kind of regressed a little bit. So we're still working on the full Monty of potty training. Full Monty. I guess what that's the hell, new. dude? Dude, I'm tired. Okay. No, so, yes, there's your question. Yeah. How's the potty training going? And the answer is, is um, you know, we kind of have a little setback. But with that's the, because she's with sick, the two-year-old. Right? She is sick. She's constipated. Yeah. Having some issues, some plumbing issues, so to speak. So um, uh, that's the type of quality blood bowl journalism you get with this podcast. So, Mike, maybe next month I'll have a more uh, inclusive update with some. Well, oh, you results. can just keep to Twitter with that. Oh, come on, man! That's why people love us. Oh lord, they love. We're the number one blood bowl podcast. There's only two left. If you have any At real the very questions, least we're number two. <laughs> number two. Number two. Get it? Oh, boom! In the potty. Boom! Boom! Yep. Uh, so we actually have some real questions. Well, that was a real question. That was from Twitter. I, okay, yes, that was a real question, just not Blood Bowl related. No, but it's a bowl. Toilet bowl related. We, Boom! I apologize, listeners. <laughs> Can we move on now? Yeah, sure. Let's do it. Hey, so, mentioned Dark Elves. Stay on target. We, uh... <laughs> stay on target. hell? You said you wanted to stay, you went back to Blood Bowl, so that's our target. Okay. I'm Porkins. Good for you. You're going to die <laughs> from heart disease. They ought to bring that guy back somehow or do a prequel with him in it. <laughs> what if he's not Porkins? He's Thinnins? No, he could still always be like the kid that they said, like, you're never going to be able to join the Academy God. if you don't lose some weight. And he keeps eating like Robo Ding Dongs. That would be an awesome. And Jabba bars and stuff. And he's like, oh, I want to do it one day. And like his test scores are like through the roof. And they're like, we got to get this pilot in. And when he comes in, it's this this slob. Mm-hmm. And it, it's like the and college. 80s montage. It's like the college years of Porkins. <laughs> and his name Jet Porkins or Jed or something like that. I don't know. It was an action figure of him. I had him just because he was a fat guy. Oh, yeah. It's awesome. So, anyways, yeah. Can you imagine that? That'd be a great sci-fi movie. Are you listening, Disney? So. Who's Porkin' uh, Porkin'? James Ebby. It could be about his girlfriend in a spit. Okay, sorry. Asked, God. Stay on target. James Ebby asked about Dark Elves. He wanted our opinions about the team because he's making a new team of them. And he normally plays Bash and wanted to know how to go about playing him. It's actually a very mm. good question because I play Bash and I've been playing Dark Elves this season. You have. And they've been doing so bad. They've been cursed. They have been doing bad. For the first half of the season. Right, for cursed. the first four games they did horrible. And in the last two games I have had like 10 uh, or 11 casualties. Against? I think it's 13. 13 casualties. Because you had seven against me. You played my halfling team. Let's get this over with because yeah, this is all you want to talk about. The week before this week we'll, we'll talk about, I played a dominant wood elf, wood team. elf team. Mm-hmm. Has two amazing war dancers. And Random skills, but yeah. amazing because of the skills they got. And I destroyed his team. But now the result was? It was a tie because 
I was too busy looking at a block. I was lining up blocks to do multiple blocks, you know, mm-hmm. hit with this person, frenzy, push them into this person and hit with them and then hit with this next guy. So I had it all lined up, hit the ball carrier. I hit him five times, couldn't knock him down. And you forgot something, didn't you? I forgot that the first two people I hit him with, which was a total of three blocks since one of them had uh, strip ball, or frenzy, excuse me, they all had strip ball. Yeah, Hit the guy three times with strip ball and forgot to knock the stupid ball out of his hands. That's a shame. So then he leapt, got a two, and ran into the end zone. I was not happy. Not happy? I was not happy. So it was like two to two, but I should have beat him. And there's plenty of times when you say, oh, I should have beat that person if I had better dice rolls. I should have beat If him. I would have rolled seven sixes yeah. and then two fives, I would have won. I was so two. close to winning. I just needed to uh, not eat the goblin and then throw him and then get three good do- you know, Bounces rolls and, and then land, land and, then and dodge three times. Yeah, in the That's rain. It. That's all I needed, though. I yeah, people this, like that. You play Magic the Gathering with them, and you no. beat them, and then they're down like seven cards in, they're flipping cards over going, if I would have just got to this fireball. Mm-hmm. Let, let me tell you something, butthole. That was seven turns later. The end is now. So we're keeping it on Blood Bowl, but yes, I would have beat them. The end. Like the end is Lurpcast. So then... Boom, stay on target. Oh, uh, Lord. Okay. So then, this week, in our league... You played Halflings. I, I played Halflings. The St. Louis Hams. Versus my dark or black phoenix ravagers. Yes. And how many casualties did I have? Seven? Hold on. Okay, yes. You had seven casualties. And Uh, you had a couple on your own. Yes. Every time I try to dodge or go for it, I would also casualty myself. It was pretty bad. I had a full 16 players against you. And all but one halfling who was in the KO box... And my two treemen were the only two guys left on the field by the end of the game. Yeah. I tried my best to clear and the And everybody pitch. else was in the casualty box for either being called out for fouls or, you know, whatever various reasons. Yeah. Usually by your hand. Tried. At halftime, it was one-to-one. <laughs> yeah. And really, I could have walked into the end zone, but instead I thought, I have a bribe. Yeah. I'll foul one of his guys. And then I roll doubles, and then I roll a one on the bribe. So then Steve blitzes me and smashes me and casualties me, and it's <laughs> one-to-one going into half. I have exactly 11 players left, and then it was over. Oh, so bad. Kind of like Slurpcast. <laughs> so what's this have to do with Dark Elves? Well, they are Dark Elves. Well, hold on. Oh, okay. I'm a, if we're going to talk okay, about Okay, go league, ahead. Um, I want to talk about the, the fun thing you did to the Wood Elf team the week before. Yeah. Steve hurt them so bad that there's only uh, 11 players on the team, and was it six of them were journeymen? were journeymen. Because he hurt so many of the Wood Elf team's players. And to be fair, Brock has decided not to buy any player until he can afford to replace both Witch Elves. Uh, He actually bought one this week, though. Okay. Uh, Yeah, he he wanted to save enough money to uh, replace a War Dancer just in case. Yeah, War Dancers. Excuse me. So, yeah, now he finally has the money to do that. But, yes, you just dismantled him. And they lost because of that, didn't they? No, they still won. They, I know. Yeah, I know. Stupid what war dancers. Yeah, the stupid war dancers. All right. So, Dark Elves do not have war dancers. No. They don't. But they have four blitzers. And, you know, I'm very much a bashy type of player. You know, 
for whatever reason, that's how I like to play. I like to bash. I like to throw the ball to catchers. And I'm not a big running guy. I'm not a big, you know, finesse type of person. I know the the day you figure out not to throw the ball, just even for those quick passes to get that one point experience, yeah. is the day you'll probably win the league multiple multiple more times than you already have. Won't happen. <laughs> that always screws you somewhere down the line, and it usually is against me. Oh, it does. And even with this team, um, the witch I bought not a witch elf. I bought a thrower, a runner, runner. Mm-hmm. Yes. But I was going to use them as my thrower because I have access to passing, right. and I like to throw. She has dump off. It's an okay skill. I love dump off. I would, except it never worked for me a single time. I've used it probably four or five times now. Four of those times, she didn't even lose the ball when she got hit. She would have kept the ball, but since I threw it and she fumbled or the person didn't catch it or something... The other team got it. So I'm seeing that as a detriment to me, to at least my play style. Um, it depends how you set up. I mean. Yeah. So what is he asking here? I think stay on target. <laughs> well, he, he wants to know he, how he, to he, play him if he's bashy. If you're like me and if you like to bash, your initial thought is to take four blockers. Blitzers. Well, <laughs> yes. But they have block, so. So they don't call them jump uppers. <sighs> Fine. I got some jump uppers on my slam Take team. your four blitzers, and because they have block, so that you can do some bashing and hit people. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't really work so well because they're so expensive. I think that rerolls are more important on this team, especially if you have a league where you don't really get to play easy teams to begin with. Mm-hmm. then you need those re-rolls because they're expensive, and you're going to need them because nobody has built-in skills. Um, yeah, in the short time, I guess not really short time, we've had our league now for over five years, we've all kind of learned to buy your re-rolls ahead of time instead of just buying like one re-roll, build your team. Yeah. Because we've realized how important real fast. re-rolls are and how much more expensive they are to buy later. So. You're right. You want to buy those four blitzers because you're saying this is my core. Yeah, but, and I'm going to bash, and that's all I need. And it does you not do work need out. them, and you need those need to be your first purchases, if you ask me. When you purchase people, but right. if I were to restart my team and just straight off, I'd be buying nine linemen and two blitzers, have straight 11 people, and three rerolls. Because you need the rerolls bad. I agree. I played even with four agility. You think, oh, I can pick up the ball no problem, no, or no, I can catch no. the ball that's no when, problem. That's when the one bug hits mm-hmm. you. It really is. Um, I I played. Um, we had a guy who played dark elves for our league, and he wanted to go ahead and sit out half the league. So in in our fluff, we just said the coach was fired, and because I took over the team for that last half of the season. Yeah. And I really enjoyed playing them. Uh, you know, obviously, we don't pick skills in our league. We've said that a billion times. But um, I thought they were really cool. And he had a few of the blitzers that randomly got leap. And so mm-hmm. those four blitzers, you know, you use those for everything. And having leap, you know, to break cages open and stuff like that was awesome. Yeah. Um, he had assassins. And I kept them on the team just because he had them previously. Yeah. Um, I don't see buying an assassin. But I would never buy them. And as they got injured and 
you know, like a get strength busted or something. Yeah. Like I cut them, but I kept them as long as I could because I tried to stick to the original team. But I would never buy the assassins. At least with my team as it is, I have models for the assassins. I'm I really don't see me buying them. No, I and I don't. I didn't find a big use for them unless I was just randomly just going to stab somebody. To do now, that. if if you're playing a team that has low armor, and you can or like league where a lot of teams have low armor, maybe. And if you can get them leveled up and get multi-block, it might be good. I guess. I mean, but I just don't see the... It's not my play style. So. Yeah. And being a bashing guy, where you don't get the, the points for stabbing, and eh, it's just, just not... I'm just not feeling it. I I exclusively ran... the. I had good success with him over the other coach because I just ran the ball with him. I didn't yeah. pass. He tried to utilize the runner as the as the quarterback. Same thing you did. Mm-hmm. And I used it more as a, you know, I kept a blitzer in the backfield with a, the runner. And the ball went to the runner's side, then I'd cage up as, or close to caging. You know, yeah. kind of a more of a web net. I think if it, you know, if and it, then if the, I used them actually kind of like a like an option team. You know, if yeah, somebody, I, was just say that. I had guys set up where either side. You know, you really would have to position your guys to even just get an intercept chance if you were going to hit my guy with the ball. And that's one thing you could do is, if you're trying to get away from the bashiness, don't take the blitzers. Take two runners and then have them be your ball carriers. Put them down the field together so that if someone blitzes the ball carrier, you throw to the other one. Mm. And that way that if they hit them, then you can throw back. I disagree, but... I don't want to. You have could. To, I don't want to have to throw any more than I have to. Well, yeah. I mean, I mean, it's not. Granted, it does not work for me hardly at all. Right. But if you have the re rolls, and if they do level up and get good skills, such as sure hands, or I guess sure hand, yeah, sure hands would be good. Catch or something. I don't know. Yeah, sure hands is always good on anybody. But then you can just toss back and forth between each other. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was an idea. The the witch elves they're good, but if you don't have your rerolls early on, yeah, you're eating them up usually with frenzy because you don't have block. Yeah, so if you have a a league where you get to play a preseason game, or you go to a tournament where you can face some easier, <laughs> you people, act like everybody's league is like us. Some people are. That's what I'm saying. If they do, mm-hmm. or if you know that you know the people you're playing aren't going to kill them too quick or something, take a couple of them. And then get block really fast. I think the Dark Elves are the hardest of the Elves to play. Because you want to play them like the other teams. And they just don't lend themselves to be no. that way. No dodge. No real passing skills. To, right. No catching skills. you got nothing. Mm-hmm. You've I got agree. block. So you can make a good bashing team. But you still need somebody to hold the ball. I totally agree. I hope that helps. I don't know if that helps anybody at all, but yeah, that's sure my opinions on Dark Elves. Yeah, we have a little experience with them. Yeah. Now, the second question we have was sort of similar. Okay. It was from Pier Piliuta. Is that his real name or is this a Twitter name? No, that's his real name. Oh, okay. So what, what's he asking here? He kind of had the same question, but with ogres. He's taking an ogre team and wants to know... Our thoughts on them. All right, so we're going to ogres, and you oh, you want me head. to say? 
Okay. Because mine's real easy. He wants real tip tips? Tip one, don't take them. Tip two, prepare, prepare to lose if you do take them. That's it. All right, let me say this. That's all I got. Out of every team, you say, you get to play a team. Mm-hmm. I'm ne- you know, maybe I get to pick. I'm never picking to play against ogres. Ever. Against? Against. I hate playing against ogres. They're we, nasty. We have a guy in our league who is just now learning the game. He has, what, six games under his belt? Seven? Yeah, if that. Okay. He's, you know, without being sounding mean, he's not a very good player because he's learning. He is learning, though. Yeah, week, he is. I finally played him in week five, and he's improved because I left some things open thinking he'll never see that, and well, he I, saw it. I think we didn't teach him as well as we should have because we he's a big gamer, so we expected him to catch on real quick, and he kind of didn't, so we failed him. There's some of that because he thought it was more of a – you had to play sports to understand this game instead mm-hmm. of just it's a game. Okay, so some of that might be right. But what I'm saying is is I did not want to play him even though I, on paper I know I should win. I hate playing Ogres. When you had against, uh, playing against Ogres. Yeah, I did play this season. When you played a season with Ogres, I dreaded that game. My Here's Emerson why. Biggins. You're supposed to lose every game. Mm-hmm. You gain nothing from going to play an ogre team because most likely one of those ogres or a couple of them are going to casualty one of your guys. And if somehow they tie or beat you or even have a close game, people are going to go like, you're not very good. (laughs) That's true. I mean, you have nothing to gain. Sure. And Snotlings are annoying unless you're the guy with the dwarf team that has tackle. If you have tackle, it's a smorgasbord of killing. Well, it is, but if you don't have tackle and you don't have a lot of built-in block, yeah, especially when you're just now playing them, those little titchy, stunty, oh, pains in the asses, uh, sidestepping little bastards will move around the field, and you, it just frustrates you. Sure, they're not going to tackle you; they're not going to do a lot of stuff, but they're frustrating as mm-hmm. heck. It, it's just like I. <sighs> I hate playing Candyland with my daughter because it's just a stack of cards and there's n- n- yeah. no, at least a dice game I can roll a dice mm-hmm. or whatever. I feel like I'm playing Candyland when I'm I don't win. Even if I won the game Candyland, oh, I, I don't win because I waste time. I love playing games with my yeah. daughter, but I hate playing Candyland. I don't feel like I gain anything from playing so, ogres. So that's why not to play against them. Okay. but Oh, that's true. We're I asking mean, tips. He didn't ask, why shouldn't I not play against them? He wants to play them. Oh, okay. So to piss, off your, to piss off your opponents is a good reason to play them. To piss off your opponents, good. You, why to play them? They get uh, a lot of ogres. They are fun, sort of. Uh, you really have to expect to lose. I'm being 100% serious because you're going to. They... They have the idea in their head that they can do a one-turn touchdown. It's really not going to happen. Not often. No, you would have, I mean. You have to get that bounce. With your snotling having five movement. Yeah, it's you, like having a halfling with five movement. It, it sucks. sucks. It's horrible. Yep. So it's a matter of just plain luck if you score in one turn. If I had an ogre team and eventually sometime... I will break down since I have the minis, and I'll play one at a tournament at some point, yeah. and I'll play one in our league. Wouldn't you make one of your ogres a runner if you could? 
I know it's highly unlikely in our league since we do have random skills. Yeah. But for the guy who plays the ogres in our team or in our league, he got an ogre with his three agility now. Yeah. And if I would he, put the ball in that person's hand. And absolutely. Run I would. The loner sucks. I mean, not the loner. The uh, bonehead. Right. But that's what we have rerolls for. Okay. That's what I would do. Absolutely. I think I would be tempted to try to run the ball with the ogre, even if I had two agility. It is tempting. It's a 50-50 to give him the ball. Um, the handoff, you know. I don't know. Um, I think they could be very challenging, obviously, because they suck so bad. And a, but to like me, said, a lot yeah. of the problem is when it comes to skills. The ogre is getting skills. Great. Love them. Take a skill. Have a good day. It's hard to set the skill on snotling, a snotling, isn't it? Any skill on a snotling, you think, oh, I just doubled my price on a snotling. Right. And those things die so fast. And most of your money goes to rebuying a snotling. Or if you have a game where an ogre dies or two of them, you don't have any money. Forever. And that's what our guy is struggling with. He had a few ogres die. Mm -hmm. And so he's been taking them forever to recoup, you know. And it's true. I mean, you buy as many as you can initially, and then you just hope nobody dies. Because once they start, you know, they're big targets. People are going to try to kick him or kill him. And it just ruins you for games. Yeah, I mean, I don't I don't have a lot of advice because I don't have any experience playing these guys. But I, like I, said, I do when know I played him, play, play against them. I did so bad. This was, I wasn't a big fowler back then. Did I you win a game or two, though? Maybe. I could have swore you I think did. I got lucky. It might have been against the Iron Breakers. Oh, well. Which was an anomaly. Yeah. The world's worst dwarf team. They got the worst place in the war, didn't they? They went 0-8. 0-8. Oh a dwarf team went 0-8. Oh Unreal. It was insane. Unreal. Anyways. There you go. So, ogres, we wouldn't do it. But if you do, enjoy but, and prepare to die. I would play... I, part of me want wishes... And I know we're going to go into this with the next question, but I hate the snotling. Yeah. As a component. And Smilings are horrible. Not just that. I mean, I even hated them back in second edition. But it... I like the idea of... It evens um, out the team, though. If you had goblins or anything else with them, they'd be too powerful. I, I do understand that. But I think you could maybe fix the goblins by having them have loner or something so they don't work with the team. But I'm fine with the, the snotlings making the position. Because you're right. Uh, goblins would probably be too much. Yeah. But I just hate the snotling for multiple reasons. It's hard to find a, a, a really good model, in my opinion. That's true. Uh, there's I know there's tons of companies that make little snotling models. But they're all like laughing or doing a backflip or yeah. doing something. I just want a little Blood Bowl-looking dude. Maybe I'm just nitpicking. You just buy little it. helmets. I thought about buying some of those little smaller than squinky things. They're called Zinkies. And I saw some army ones tonight. They were all green. And I was like, I'm going to glue those to bases. And okay, that's not bad, yeah. Um, yeah. Sort of uh, going into that, Sean Stevens wanted us to talk about the history of dark elves and ogres. You're uh, the history guy? <laughs> yeah, I'm the, I'm the history guy. I'm, I'm the buff. You're the buff. I'm the history buff. I'm the stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, whatever. Uh, so we want to talk about so we want to talk the history of the Dark Elves and Ogres. Dark Ogres. I mean, they've both been around since <laughs> You almost since said the, Dark Ogres, didn't you? Well, I was going to say Dark Elves and Ogres, but then... Dark Ogres. Dark That'd be ogres. cool. Hmm. Evil Ogres. 
But anyways, they've both been around since the beginning. And what ogres? Haven't they? And pro ogres. <laughs> The high ogres. <laughs> the high ogres. Hey, man. <laughs> oh, I'm wow, man. Throw that guy, man. <laughs> oh, I'm just going to stand here and walk around in circles. It'll, it'll be fine. It's okay, man. Oh, it's wow. really cool, man, that you're, like, going to hit me and all. All their opponents are Popo. <laughs> man, it's Popo. Watch out. <laughs> okay, so both, <laughs> both races have been around since the beginning, right? Uh... I don't have first edition, but since second edition, yes. I'm pretty sure they're both around first edition. Yeah. There's a there's ogre models and I'm But sure ogres used to be their own team. Right? I think back in first edition. And then Snotlings were their own team. In second edition there was a team called just a Snotling team, yeah. We were I was actually looking at the book. It's weird that it says in there that you can replace snotlings on your team for two for one. So you take off a lineman, you can actually replace them with two snotlings. Okay. But when it says talks about the makeup of the team, it says you can replace these, and they, they normally have 16 players. And it's like, yeah, right. So I don't know. Okay. We, we've never – I never played against an all-snotling team. Okay. They had, like, zero strength. And if you had two of them together, it gave a half a strength. <laughs> and you round up, so. And you round down, actually. Oh. So each one was a half a strength, so two of them turned into one. Oh, strength. I got you. I'm sorry. That makes more sense. Um, what was I going to talk about? Uh, going back to ogres. Uh, yeah, in second edition, there was a – we played an ogre since we played with all the teams in the second edition. There was a team called the Oldheim Ogres. Mm-hmm. And uh, through our random method, that was like my second you know, team that I picked to try and play. But it was – Ironic how it came about. We were unsure on some of the teams. Like, what are these guys? What are these guys? Ogres? These guys or or goblins or whatever? We weren't yeah. sure what everybody was. You know, when you tried that to one, work. you were pretty good with that and the dwarf giants. Yeah, what's that? That team and the dwarf giants. Right. You pretty much know what they are. You're right, but we noticed that you know they talked about they had some names and stuff and some of the did you knows because you had to kind of dig through. Did you knows and stuff to find out like, oh, I didn't realize the Asgard Ravens were storm giants and all this stuff. Yeah. And then anyways, the other two guys in my league, I don't know how they came about or thought about this, but Skaven was the other race with the ogres. And I'm sure I talked about this in other podcasts. Mm-hmm. So it was the Oldheim ogres that had ogres in Skaven. Jesus. And that was deadly. Oh, yeah. I, uh, I can imagine. There was a reason why they went to the Blood Bowl and lost that year. We're going to bash you? Oh, and we're going to pick up the ball and run like yeah, hell Yeah, I'm going to get plus five on every one of these blocks. And then I had a I had a uh, Skaven catcher that had plus two agility and dodge. So he had seven. Basically, effective Jeez. seven. So if you took you know my agility of three to your seven, it's minus four on these two dice to tackle me. So, yes, it was deadly. <laughs> and, um, yeah. I mean, so after that, we realized that maybe the Oldheim Ogres were too powerful, and yeah. we went back to Goblins. So that we have this uniqueness that, you know, through errors or whatever, that for one year they got to try out Skaven. <laughs> and, I, and, for, and they liked it, but they just couldn't afford it. And then for, I believe in, like, third edition when it first came out and the Ogres were added or one of those magazines, it was mm. Ogres and Goblins. Yeah. And then they switched it to Snotlings. Yeah, at some point they mentioned that the Goblins were stealing from them and got caught. So. Right, and the and the Snotlings aren't as good as stealing, so yeah. they can kind of control them. So, Makes sense. Yeah, that's in one of those like third edition books. And then the Dark Elves. 
when they first started out, you could have catchers, throwers, kickers, blitzers, and linemen. That's right. Dark Side Cowboys. Coached by? Um, coached by? I'm just throwing it out there to see if you know. Uh, well, see, it throws me off because there's Tom O'Landry. The I know. I want to say Tom O'Landry, but it's not. So I'm going to cheat, and I'm going to look in the star players book that we have right here. I could have lied and just looked it up and not told everybody the truth, but why do that? The coach was, uh, looks like, is it Lucen Turntier? I don't know. I can't pronounce his name. Laxon, Lucen, Lucan, Lucen. Yeah, Luxon. Luxon? L U. Two winter. Was it L U X E N? Then last names T U E N T I R. Man, that's so catchy. Weird. No, but this is the team that had like uh, all the all the awesome guys: Hubris Rackarth and Hawthorne Tulis and all those dudes. Ikatha Benoin was it? Is it Benoin? Benoin, yeah. Star player, he's in here. Oh, okay. I thought he was a frog. No, he's a dead uh, dark elf. That's oh. why he can play for Kimry and this team. Again, I just wish somebody would write all this crap. And out. one of my favorite players, Elijah Doom. I just love that <laughs> name, Elijah Doom. And then in third edition is when they kind of pared it down to what we're used to now. Yeah, some other teams from second edition was like the Dark Renegades, um, the Nagareth Nightwings, which okay. we thought was cool because we read comics and DC Comics. There was Nightwing. a character named Nightwing, so we thought that was awesome. And then when third edition came out, they changed that to the Nagareth Nightmares, and we didn't like that so much. Yeah. But, yeah, they added Witch Elves, and they took out throwers and all that stuff from what i remember sounds right sounds right i don't know we don't know the history too well yeah we're only the history podcast it doesn't matter there's no more slurp cast what we're doing is we're enhancing people's enjoyment of fluff so if we don't satisfy your answers and your curiosity then you can go out and research it yourself okay here it is i can tell you Linemen, they actually had a position called throwers, blitzers, and witch elves. And I'm looking at this from the handbook from 3rd edition. Oh, cool. Okay. Does that make you happy? What do the throwers have? Throwers are 6, 3, 4, 8, and they had the pass skill. So they've been actually modified some by adding this runner with dump off over the years. Probably uh, make them less good, I'm guessing. <laughs> I guess so. Is The, the high armor is nice. That's what they have going for them. Should have mentioned that before, but the high armor is nice. Mm -hmm. Everything else, the reroll still at fifty. Current, yeah, they are. Okay, which is why I say buy them early. Are you sure that's right? I thought they were like seventy. Thought they were expensive, but I could be wrong. Thought they were found. I've been building so many teams for Critter Bowl. I know our minds have been messed up. But yeah, I was really upset actually when Third Edition came out because it seemed like they. centered on you know they had the box set that was the nagarth nightmares and all that stuff yeah. and i was like i can't believe you moved away from the dark side cowboys it was so cool i'm sure they still exist it's just that they're probably a traveling team whereas nagarth Night- i understand yeah. it's probably somebody's personal team and they had enough of them or something wasn't it supposed to be jervis's from what from what we know yeah yeah that's what everybody says cool all right what's your next question i think that was it oh. we uh had another question from Jonathan Mickelberg. Mm-hmm. Uh, he wanted to know how we were going to take over the old world now that it was just the two of us. 
oh. podcast-wise. Well, we've already... I think Scott's already brought that up quite often. Yeah, we already won at Chaos Cup, despite what they say. Sure, they might have won the tournament proportion, but the whole tournament experience included... Awards. Included, like, the um, scavenger hunt, the scavenger hunt, and we won that, and that was bonus points. Exactly, and Alan won the Stunty Cup. He won the Stunty Cup. I mean... Out of 80 coaches. Two out of three, I think we won. So, I mean... Plus, you're listening to us now. Obviously, that proves that we're the better podcast. For now. Or you already listened to the other one. (laughs) But just don't tell us that. I don't want to take over the old world. I want to take over the whole world. Boom! Shakalaka. Stay on target. Uh, he also asked another question, kind of about keeping interest in leagues that meet only once a month. Mm-hmm. But I brought that up in the interview. So why don't we go ahead and wrap this up, and then we can get on to the interview. Okay, so you, God, you just threw people off. Why? So, I can't stand filming these, not filming these things. I keep thinking, like, this is a documentary, and there's, like, cameras here. Because every time we record, I say film. Well, that's just because you're stupid. I know. Okay. I can't stand to do these out of order. Why? It just really messes with my mind. Well, you didn't want to record in order last time, so this is why we're doing it now. I know, but it kind of messes me up. You could have been here at 5 last Saturday and done this in order, but nope. I know, but... (sighs) You've got a family. i got a family... Punish me for having a family. <laughs> God's already punished you by having a family. <laughs> if only the, the <laughs> listener knew. <laughs> uh, so, yes. Uh, end this and go on to the interview? Yeah, I've talked enough. But we did do this interview last week. So, if you're like me, this should really bug you that we film these. Film the, see, I did it again. We recorded these out of order. All right, let's go to the interview. This is Brian Tu, manager of the Rocky Mountain Rampage, and you're listening to Both Down with Stephen Scott. All right, we're back with Behind the Fluff, and today we have Brian Tu with us. Hello, Brian. Hey, guys. How are you? We're doing great. How's it going? Fantastic. Thanks for having me on. Well, thanks for coming. So I, we, we mainly brought you on to talk about the North American Team Championship, but since that's not really fluff-related, let's go ahead and get some fluff stuff out of the way first, and then we'll get to that. Absolutely. That sounds better, because <laughs> although we have to talk about tournaments now, now that Slurpcast is gone, because they couldn't handle and hang with us being number one. Wow. Yeah, I'm just going to leave talk. that alone. Trash talk. Strong words. <laughs> yeah, we'll see if they come back now. So we talked a little bit before, and you're a big fan of Fluff, but in your local leagues, you haven't been doing it so much lately. Now, is this something that you're going to be doing in a future league? Uh, We hope so. And, you know, there are a few of us who are into it, and we do that for our own teams. Yeah. But uh, I think we have a lot of newer coaches, and it's part of just educating them on the history of Blood Bowl, the background, and and, and all that is really exciting for the few of us. In fact, that's what really brought me to Blood Bowl. Um, my buddy, Rich Gelton, who uh, you guys met at the Chaos Cup, he introduced me to Blood Bowl back in the mid-2000s. And he basically gave me the uh, background booklet from, I think it was 3rd uh, edition. 
And he said, here, read this. I'm like, okay, Was whatever. it the uh, Star Player book? Uh, the, Star Player, and I think there was... Uh, the I think Companion? And so like, one goes through the old teams and the history and how Nuffle came to be and all oh, of okay. that. Oh. And I read that probably for uh, you know three hours, just getting through it all. <laughs> and I had such a great time with it. I just thought, whoever came up with this has got to be a genius. And I, I've got to get to know this game. Or slightly insane. Yeah, that's that's how I felt too. I was like, why didn't I think of this game? You know, just looking at all the teams and the star players and all the intricate details, I just thought, wow, this is like a whole new Tolkien world. <laughs> it is. That's what got me into it when Scott first talked about it. He was talking about all these different teams and the backgrounds. I was like, oh, new history, a new world I can explore. Sure. Right. So with that beginning, I just figure that when you come up with a team, you do the fluff and you come up with a background and team names. And I just thought that was expected. So I put a lot of thought into my own team. And uh, in our very first league, me being the newbie, playing with guys that have been playing probably for 10, some some of them 20 years, I felt like I had a a major disadvantage. So I was on um, a, a talk fantasy football and just trying to learn all, all that I could about Blood Bowl and Fluff. And I decided to take a necromantic team. And I came up with, uh, my team name was Carnival of Souls. And each of my, each of my zombies was a disease. And I had unique names for all my, all my players. In fact, my favorite player was uh, one of my werewolves named CM Twitch. <laughs> CM Twitch... Ended up uh, with Mighty Blow after his first skill. And after the season, including playoffs, he had 39 casualties. Damn. Oh how, many, how many games? Um, let's see, 10 regular season. And then uh, I actually ended up winning the whole thing. So four playoff games. Holy Jeez. crap. That's <laughs> awesome. So this, uh, this, this group of guys was pretty ticked, were pretty ticked <laughs> off that this rookie comes in and wins the whole thing. Yeah, <laughs> that's what happens. I studied the rules. I, I really wanted to know my team well. I, I got in some practice, and uh, you know, it went really well. So that was really fun, and I was hooked from there. And uh, you know, unfortunately, after that league, we uh, we tried a, a few other leagues, some with some success. Others, uh, people would have personal issues and couldn't play anymore. Yeah. One uh, <laughs> uh, one guy moved, and so. Uh, it's, we just didn't finish the league for a while, and so now we have a game store where there's a whole new group of guys who are all learning, and the game store owner is really good about trying to get them in and, and introducing Blood Bowl because he's a big fan. So we actually ran a couple of leagues uh, maybe three years ago or so, and now there's an interest again, so we're starting it up. Cool. And part of it was that you know here in Utah we have probably – 30 to 40 guys who have experience playing. And so we ran a tournament last year, the Rocky Mountain Rampage, to generate interest. And I think part of that was how uh, how people are really getting excited about it. So we're hoping that this league goes really well. We just finished the preseason, and the the the, the, the official season starts this week. So how many guys do you have in your current league? Uh, I think it's up to 16. Wow, that's Jesus. really good. Okay. <laughs> we may end up with six, but who knows? <laughs> Uh, when we started a league at this game shop, we had almost 30, and we ended up with eight in the playoffs. So, Wow. <laughs> People just, you know, lose interest. There's so many other games, and, and if you start losing, sometimes that's deflating. But, that can be, yeah. So, Well, I think, you know, getting back to the idea of fluff with that league. Fluff is a great way to keep people interested in a league because we had someone ask on Twitter about, you know, 
how do you keep people interested in a league when they only play once a month? And sort of the same way with this, how do you just keep people interested? You you make fluff. It's a lot harder to not play your team when you actually name them and you've got characters, when you're on a message board talking smack or writing up reports and stuff about that. Well, you know, one thing I was even thinking about is having some kind of an award for the best uh, best background on your team, the best fluff. Have you guys done something like that? Well, we don't I, – I can actually speak on this. Um, this season, this is what, our sixth season? Yeah, sixth. I think this is our sixth season for what we call our home league because it's just a bunch of friends getting together. I know I always explain that. Steve's laughing, uh, right? I, I swear, if there's a drinking game, anytime you say home league, someone's going to take a shot if you tell okay. us that we play in a home. Okay. <laughs> I know that, but so many people play in uh, pubs or anywhere else. I, I'd explain this to somebody on Twitter just this week. So someone who listens. Yes, I know. Someone who listens. So yeah, he's not playing the drinking game. Um but see now I'm, I th- threw myself off. Okay, so we have we've had six seasons of this, and one of the things that really ties our league together is, and we didn't even ask the guy to do it. One of our buddies, um, Sarge, is what he goes by here. He's not the same Sarge up in Chicago, but um, he always does. Our our league is called the Dragonfire Dragonfire Blood Bowl League, and so he always does a dra- Dragonfire Weekly. And it's just he breaks down every team's matchup and he gets predictions. And then he has a section where uh, is a halfling that mm-hmm. halfling ranks all the teams. And you know, then he has like a little editorial. And sometimes it's just saying like can't wait for this week's games or it's a little article. And or a breakdown of what the playoff picture looks like. Or, right. Yeah. And people – he did that right off the bat like week three of our – inaugural season and people love that and people wait to play their league games so they can find out if harry badsall is going to pick him to win or not and that really added to the fluff to have this newsletter and this season i've encouraged people over and over and over and over and even through like the first couple weeks of remember after your game you need to go have a press conference and you know just something fluff wise whether it's the coach talking about the game or a, a report, a snippet of a reporter asking a player a question, or that maybe even the team owner commenting on the victory or loss. And what my league guys don't know is every time they post something on there, at the end of this season, I'm going to give them ten grand hmm. as the commissioner. So I'm that doesn't be posting a lot more. No, now. it's just one per <laughs> league. <laughs> but but we have a league where we run. Everybody runs two teams and. We also do the random skills thing, as you know, and everybody yeah. knows. But at the end of our seasons, we actually do a training camp where you can actually re-roll a skill for a certain amount of money. So teams that are like one blitzer away or want to re-roll some crappy skill that they got, they'll have some money now if they participated with our league fluff. And that was a way for me to encourage it. I didn't tell anybody because if you tell these guys, my guys do the opposite. You know, you tell them to jump up, they're going to sit down. So <laughs> they're all going to probably be mad at the commissioner at the end of the season when I reward throw out money. But oh well. That's re- that's really a cool idea, and I love the newsletter. I I'll have to talk to our store owner about maybe uh, setting that up. If someone can step up and do that, that would really make it uh, more fun. I think the the best thing to do, in my view, is um, if you don't have a website, then just get like. We're on Delphi forums. It's free. It's a forum that we go to. We've had it mm-hmm. for years. Everybody just goes on there. We have the schedule up there. We've got, 
ability to talk smack to each other and all kinds of stuff. So that really helps it when you have a whole bunch of people that you don't regularly see. You can still interact with them. Right. And I used to, and I I don't do it as much anymore, and I probably should get back into it, but I used to try to, as the commissioner, go on there and talk about the current state of the league every now and then and stuff. But some guys seemed to really like it, some didn't, so I kind of got lazy (laughs) on that. So that's my fault. Very cool. Well, back to your tournament. Didn't you create a figure for that? We did. It's the Bigfoot model. The very cool miniature. With uh, that's right, and with our uh, inaugural Rocky Mountain Rampage, we wanted to do something big to really entice people to uh, at least local people to come out, and that's really what we wanted to do to to start uh, the turn the uh, league scene again. So we have a local sculptor, and uh, he was able to create this model for us, this miniature that we just we just loved, and and uh, we have a, a friend who's also a caster, so he did the casting for us. So we did it for relatively cheaply, and. Uh, everyone who came to the event got a free Bigfoot, and that was uh, that was the real big giveaway. And we had a custom kickoff table where Bigfoot, every single one of the results, did something. Whether he <laughs> throws a log onto the field, whether he joins a team, whether he uh, puts poison ivy onto the pitch, whatever it is. And so every single one of them was Bigfoot themed. And then, uh, of course, when when one of those kickoff results has a Bigfoot join your team or uh, a neutral Bigfoot on the field, <laughs> you actually put the model out there, and, and uh, it was really fun. It's a little bit bigger than most models, so it was really fun. And people were, were able to paint those ahead of time and really stood out. We had some really nice-looking models there. So now we... Uh, we're planning on having those for our future tournaments, but they'll have to pay for those uh, in addition to the tournament fees. Um, however, they're open to the public as well on our uh, website, website RockyMountainRampage.com, and we just charge $30, including shipping. So Rocky Mountain Rampage was a success. Are you guys going to do another one this year? We are. It's on April 13th. April 13th. How many did you guys have at the first one? Uh, we had, was it 16 or so? Was it 16? Okay. Uh-huh. That's that's good for first turnout, you know. Yeah, you know, we were somewhat disappointed with the local turnout, but we had uh, we had a couple of guys. <laughs> we, <laughs> we know had, that feeling. Uh, guy from Vegas come up. We had a couple from California, so you know, it, it was fun. And I think now that we've done that, and people are getting back into it, our league starting, we're expecting uh, a lot more for our second one. Yeah, we have a Critter Bowl coming up just in a couple of weeks here, and. Come, a couple of our local guys who were supposed to be there aren't going to show up now. It's like, we're doing this for you local guys. <laughs> exactly. Knuckleheads. But, oh Step well. up, guys. It's a good thing they don't listen to the podcast. <laughs> Otherwise, they'd be mad at us. They don't play tournaments. They don't listen to podcasts. Our local guys suck. Yeah. Except well, for Alan, who's listening to this right now. Is he listening? I don't know. Uh, he probably is. But if he is. Well, I'll tell you what, guys. You know, the, the thing about tournaments is... Once you go to one, you realize how fun it is just interacting with different coaches and having a totally unique experience. Yeah. So my first tournament was the Chaos Cup in 2010, and, and, and my buddy and I just went out just to try it out, figure, you know, how, how good are we really? How do we compare with other coaches? We had such a ball that uh, we, we make it a, a annual thing, and we've gone to several others as well. And so we just feel that if you can get that experience for these local coaches – um, it, it might encourage them to really do more with Blood Bowl and maybe get into the fluff a little more. And So we, we hope that that will have a snowball effect in our local community. I'm sure it will, and I think it has. I mean, same with us. You know, Our first tournament was Chaos Cup, and that's what we're doing every year. It's come hell or high water, pretty much. 
Yeah, we're going to do our best, <laughs> right. that's for sure. So also, uh, in addition to Bigfoot, it, actually taking this to the NATC, that's the same sculptor doing the Rat Pack, is that correct? That's right. In fact, this sculptor, his name is Jason Warren. Uh, he also did the Beast of Nurgle for the West Coast Quake this year, just in a couple of weeks. Nice. And a very talented, uh, does excellent work, and we're just thrilled to have him as a, as a friend of ours, and, and he's able to do all kinds of things. So uh, one thing that he's looking to do with the Rat Pack team is make it a real unique uh, Skaven team. In fact, we like to call this a Skaver world because we might be able to get some goblin models as well in. And uh, really, he's he's interested in doing more Blood Bowl miniatures. So for those out there who want to do a miniature for their tournament, uh, I tell you what, Jason is uh, one of the best. And for the cost, uh, it's it's well worth it. Biggest bang for your buck. Uh, do you know how, how would we contact him? Uh, you know, go to GloveInc.com. And uh, you can see some of his work, and you can put in a request. Um, or, in fact, uh, if, if anyone just wants to contact me, I am uh, Grither on the forums, or my email address, brian2 at gmail.com. I can uh, put you in touch with Jason. That's how uh, Deluni Shaman got in touch with him, is uh, we were able to, to uh, make cool. that connection. And he's thrilled with his Beast of Nurgle model. <laughs> we're excited about it as well. I have it right here in front of me. It is awfully big and nurgly. It's, it is. it's a giant worm. So <laughs> if you're going to get a giant worm, you might as well get this one. <laughs> Brian, is the Rat Pack team, and I'm just curious because I haven't done my research like I should have for this interview, is the Rat Pack team going to be a full Skaven team? I mean, is it going to have two blitzers, two throwers, four gutter runners, linemen, etc.? That's right. In fact, as of right now, with uh, how many teams we have signed up, uh, we are planning on doing five different miniatures. Um, we'll have the thrower, we'll have blitzer, we'll have lineman, uh, we'll have two poses for the gutter runner and a rat ogre. Nice. Now, the other nice thing is they'll all have adjustable arms, so you can really mix and match uh, however you want. Now, if we get more teams signed up, which we're really hoping for, and guys out there are thinking about getting a team, uh, this this is the time to do it. In fact, we now have... Uh, uh, I think there are some posts out there for those who don't have a full four coaches for their squad, and, and you can start connecting. But if we get more, then we can potentially do goblin models and maybe more po- uh, more poses for linemen and such. So it's all based on how many teams signed up. But we're really happy that right now we have enough where we can do all of the all of the models on the team. We'll probably have uh, a full 16-player 16, uh, 16 team. Okay, yeah. I was about to follow up with all 16 players because – Right. That's my biggest problem buying stuff on eBay is a lot of people sell like tournament painted teams and it's like I don't want twelve people. I don't want eleven characters. I want sixteen just in case. So That's right. And you know, we figure that this team is gonna be so unique that you're not gonna be able to get these types of models anywhere else. So our ultimate goal is to have a twenty five player squad so you can have both a Skaven and an underworld team. That is sweet. That'd be awesome. And that's all included in the current price, right, for the sign-up? That's right. That's right. The the price won't change. It's just how many teams sign up. Unless you don't sign up soon, then the price gets higher. That's right. I think (laughs) the end of January is the next cutoff. Yeah. That's still awesome, though. I mean... Oh, yeah. I know me. I bought a team from Impact, and I think by the time I got all the models and stuff I wanted, it was almost $100 just alone for the teams. Oh, yeah. It's it's easy. You go to Rebo or... Gaspez Arts or anywhere. And well, even in GW, you almost had to buy two of the team sets oh, to yeah. make a full team if you're anal like me. So, 
Well, when you think about it, you're paying, you know, about $115 per person at this point. Uh, that's three days of Blood Bowl, meals included, and a full team. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's an incredible deal. And, and if people are, really can't afford it, you can always sell the team to recoup your cost. Absolutely, absolutely. I think the big thing is just getting there. Um, and then uh, there's negotiated rates with the hotel. It's like 85 bucks or something. I, yeah. I, I can't tell for sure. But um, but it's it's actually a great deal for a full weekend of fun. I, I just can't imagine why, uh, if it's a, all possibility, <laughs> make every effort to be there because it's going to be a lot of fun. Absolutely. And the better it does, the more chances of doing big tournaments in the future. That's right. And this tournament is is supposed to be a little bit different of an experience for those who have not had the opportunity, like myself, to go to a, a World Cup. This is going to be similar in three days. Um, the, the skill pack will be a little different where you get different skills each day. So it's uh, intended to be a little bit different, a unique experience, and one that will certainly be a lot of fun. And plus, you get to play teams rather than individuals. So... Even if you're not doing well on the second day, as long as you, you know, the worst player is going to play the worst player on the next team you match up with. That's right. So, and you don't have to play your own squad members, which is great. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I want to play Steve because I'm usually successful. Oh, really? <laughs> no, not really. Okay. <laughs> He's going to bring up something awful. But, and see, um, I don't want to play my buddy Rich because I'm usually not. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh, Christmas. What was Good question. Asking? I know. Way to go. Oh, there is a team from Germany coming. Isn't that correct? Two of them. Isn't there? Two of them? I'm not sure. I thought I saw on the forums yeah, somebody sure from Germany's two. coming for sure. Well, that, that, that would be really cool. So people from America, and I know we're listened to worldwide, but if you want to protect your North American <laughs> team championships, sign up so the Germans don't come over here and take it away. That's absolutely right. And I think as of last count, we have more Canadian teams than, than uh, U.S. teams. Yes, there are. <laughs> That's really sad, guys. Canadians, I love you. I, in fact, hey. I went to the tournament up there and I had a great time. But guys in the U.S., you've you got to step it up. Another part of North America. <laughs> That's right. That's exactly. Right. No Mexican teams. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I don't now, think it's probably that popular down in Mexico. <laughs> now, the nice thing about the uh, Rat Pack team is we do have some fluff behind it. Oh. Let's hear this. So uh, I'll, I'll tell you, and, and maybe this will uh, encourage a few of you to uh, really make the plunge and come out. So here's the thing. We all know that in the old world, creatures from all races would occasionally come to the great city of Vos Legas to just get away from it all. And uh, oftentimes they wouldn't even return. So, uh, you know, we know that Vos Legas was a little shady and violent at times, and as the saying goes, what dies in Legas, rots in Legas. <laughs> well, we also know that Skaven and Goblins are great entertainers, and in Vos Legas, they, uh, they really were part of some of the best shows. So within these shows, there was one that really stood out for many years, and this was called the Rat Pack, the Vos Legas Rat Pack, which was made up of some Skaven and Goblins. Uh, goblin uh, uh, personnel. So the Rat Pack were really singers, dancers, mutilators, magicians, and they were by far the most popular show in town. However, you had to be careful because uh, they'd often call for volunteers and sometimes they'd never be seen again. <laughs> well, it just so happens the Rat Pack were also avid Blood Bowl fans and were always a bit envious of the fame and fortune 
of their favorite Blood Bowl team, the Skaven Blight Scramblers, who, as you guys know, were the only team in history to win the Blood Bowl in two years in a row. Well, that's correct. Well, as luck would have it, one of the Scrambler Hall of Fame players, Rasta Tailspike, came to Las Vegas for a show. And he was given backstage passes so he could mingle with the Rat Pack. And as they were talking, they were really intrigued by Rasta's glorious stories on the field, on the pitch. And uh, they were interested in getting Rasta, while he was there, to do an after-show scrimmage match. And so they got out there, and uh, of course, many, uh, many... other fans and visitors were able to sneak in and catch the scrimmage. Well, following the show, the Rat Pack didn't have time to change. So they came in their tuxedos and, uh, and show outfits, and that's how they played. So with Rost and some of his buddies, they had this big scrimmage, and it was so much fun. And the Rat Pack did pretty well. They decided that they were going to take a break from doing their show and go on the circuit for some Blood Bowl tournaments. And Rasta offered to be their coach. Wow. Now, the nice thing is uh, they decided after that scrimmage match that they would keep wearing their show outfit, their tuxedos and so so forth, uh, for two reasons. First of all, it was kind of their unique signature on their game, but also it was perfect for smuggling in extra weapons like spike knuckles and (laughs) daggers. So, uh, well, as they went on to the tournament scene, Um, They became very famous for their style of play, more showmanship. And so what we're doing for the North American Team Championship is uh, we're building this Rat Pack team. And yes, they'll all come with their tuxedos. They'll have really unique unique items that they'll be wearing. Uh, The Rat Over, for instance, will have a big pompadour. We'll have, you know, funny hats and things. So it's going to be really fun and uh, really stylish. So it's 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 a really exciting thing, and yes, the story is true. <laughs> Can I give him a clap? You just did. All right, and hit you with the microphone. I know that that just shows you how cool we are. <laughs> <laughs> Anything can happen. Congrats, that's good. I'm glad to see there's some fluff behind it. Rat pack, right? <laughs> no, that that's really cool. Because every time we come up with a tournament. I always had to come up with some type of goofy flower <laughs> and stuff. So that's really cool. I like that. Yes. And that, now people can take the Rat Pack on the road with their own team. We need to put that up on the website. Exactly. Well, you I know, mean the North American Team Championship. I know. I was thinking, like, why isn't that on the website? And then I thought, oh, it's because Steve's running the website. It's because nobody sent it to me. <laughs> this is actually the first time we've I'll send that to you, and, and uh, you can put that up. And, in fact, just as an update, um, I talked to our sculptor today, and he uh, he's making some good progress. And uh, hopefully I'll have some additional pictures. And for those of you who will be attending the West Coast Quake, we're actually going to bring a model or two to show people. Oh, so, nice. Uh, for those of you on the West Coast, you'll get to see these, um, at least what we have so far. Um, we have a few more months uh, to really refine and, and perfect them, but uh, we're really excited with what uh, progress we have so far. Yeah, I think that's going to be a great event, and I, I would just love to get the models. I mean, seriously. Oh, yeah. As much fun as everything is, I'm like, ah, I, I just want rats. <laughs> rats, with, rats with coats and hats. Yeah, it'll be it'll be fun. I don't believe that they'll be for sale after the tournament. No? Um, I know. That's what... Put them up on eBay. So um, that's that's something that uh, is still in discussion, but this is kind of a the, the unique setting to get those. But I believe... I think you still have the option, if you sign up early, you can go and buy an additional set. That's right. 
That's right. So if people are wanting to go, again, you can buy an additional set for a lot less than you can put it up on eBay or sell to maybe a podcast host doesn't get to go. <laughs> right. Just saying. Or you could just give yeah. it to one like me. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> just joking. No, we'll probably sell Scott, and then I'll, I can that, – That'll fund my trip. You won't get much from me. Maybe a McGrib. <laughs> Ugh, no thanks. Brian, um, I don't know if this has ever been asked by anybody else. Um, is the North American Championship team championship going to be uh, – they're going to try to do this yearly? They're going to try to do this every four years? I mean, what's the f- format and future of it? Or do from, you know? From what I know and, and from the discussions on the different forums – plan is to do this every four years so there will be the off two years from the world cup okay and uh just like this year there will be uh bids from different cities host cities and sometimes it may be in canada sometimes u.s uh and and we hope that this will really kick it off the right way now uh the organizing committee for each of those different uh championships will be different so they can do their own thing and have their own names whatever kind of goodies they want to send but uh this hopefully will be a, a good kickoff for that and we're hoping that it will have a, as as much success and excitement around it as the world cup has has uh, been for for those especially uh, in North America that have been able yeah. to go so so far there's 12 teams already uh-huh. so that's 48 people that's really and good. the world cup had 800 well. so only we can't 750 compare, dude, to go. Dude, we can't compare yeah. it to the Europeans. <laughs> oh, I know. We're around 450. I, I can't be sure. But, yeah, we, we have a long ways to go to be at that level. However, I don't know how many the first World Cup had. but Oh, yeah, definitely know, not as much. As the inaugural uh, North American Team Championship, even 12 teams will be a lot of fun. But we're really hoping for more than that. And I think each, each successive tournament will be better. No, I think it. I think 12 teams right now is really good and oh, really absolutely. positive because we all know that how fanatical <laughs> the Europeans are of, of Blood Bowl. I mean, plus it's a uh, lot smaller country. The other thing country. to think about is we know there's several oh, uh, several individuals that have said, you know, we don't really know if we can go yet. Kind of like your situation, we don't know about our jobs, our yeah. family, financially. So, I mean, we still have five months before this uh, this thing is run. Absolutely. So in that five months, we expect to have a whole bunch of other teams. There's just a lot of incentive price-wise to, to register early. And the reason for that and, and the reason we need those deadlines is basically for this team. So we know how much we're, uh, how many models we're going to build, um, what kind of, uh, of money we have to, to be able to put into it. Yeah. And, you know, if – if uh, the organizing committee goes into the hole a little bit just to make it a great experience, we're okay with that for this first time. But uh, we're hoping we don't have to. <laughs> exactly. So yeah, I, I know the feeling. I, I tend to go under on tournaments and be happy. Yep. All right. So real quick, Brian, before we uh, wrap up this segment. Uh, so the North American Champ- Team Championship will be your last maybe tournament for a while with the Norse team. Is that correct? That's kind of the plan for now. I've been playing Norse. You know, I, I, I do some other teams as well. I really enjoy Salon at tournaments. I've, I've played Necro, which is really my first love because of that first season. Just not a great tournament team. So I've done really well with Norse, but I'm thinking that tournament will be when okay, I... Okay, hold on. I'm going to stop you right there. <laughs> hold on. The reason I bring up Norse is because you're number one in the world. So to say that you're kind of do well... <laughs> it's kind of BS, dude. I'm calling you out on it because I kind of did well at Chaos Cup uh, my first year with Chaos Dwarves by winning three games. But <laughs> you're number one in the world. I'd say that's more more due to luck than anything else. Well, it is a game of one and sixes, <laughs> but 
Come on. Well, you know, Norse is a really fun team to play, um, but they can re- really be destructive in certain circumstances with that seven armor. So you have to really play them well and know how to play the Frenzy. Um, but I've played them in quite a few tournaments now, and I think I'm moving on to uh, another key team that I'll start start with. I haven't figured out what that is going to be yet, but uh, I have some teams I'm painting while, uh, while I, I have some time off. So it'll be one of those. All right, so do you you might listen to some of the other Blood Bowl podcasts and they often talk and break down other teams. I don't know if you do listen to them or not, but th- their strategy on N- Norse is a lot different than what Steve uses when he plays. So, are you more of an aggressive Norse player or are you more like the strategy type podcast we'll talk? <laughs> you know, I, I like what others have coined Norse as the glass cannon. <laughs> okay. I am very risk. Uh, I'm, I, I'm kind of a, uh, an aggressive player. I play a risky style. Um, conser- the, the conservative style is for others. <laughs> That's okay. how some of my uh, buddies play. So you don't have Fend on your players? Is that, that Do you have Fend on your players if it was a league? No, I've never taken Fend. Okay, okay. that makes Steve happy. Yes, that, 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 that's, that's a great skill for some teams, but not Norse. Norse. I want to be hitting. See, and that was my problem. They did the breakdown, and they were talking about Fend, and I was like, wait, what? <laughs> this is Norse. Why would they not want to be right next to somebody to bash their heads in? Well, I know my freaking fumble team. Just They <laughs> fell down every time. It's like there was not a, a block symbol on those dice because well, I fumble. just fell down. All, oh, it sucks so bad, but anyways. <laughs> Well, and, and really the thing is you have to know when to base players, when to do your hitting. It's it's all a strategic thing with Norse, or else they can really get hit hard. So uh, for me, I play more of an, an aggressive style, but I know many that do uh, Norse in a more conservative style, and that's fine, but that's just not how I play them. And it's done pretty well for me. Yeah, I'd say so. <laughs> pretty well. I'm number one in the world. Suck on that, world. The thing is that as those who have beaten me know – when I get beat, I really get destroyed. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's what usually happens. It's having two players on the pitch by the end of the game. <laughs> well, I guess that will wrap things up. So we got the North American Team Championship.com. That's the website for that. That's right. And what's your website for, Rock- for your rampage? Uh, RockyMountainRampage.com. And when's that happening? And that is April 13th. We'd love to have any of you come out. Okay. And uh, the very last thing, the... Jason Warren, and his website was GloveInc.com. That's right. Okay, we might look into getting a model made. That'd be kind of cool. That would be cool. Just one of us with two heads. What? Pick your own ginger. Well, no, <laughs> it's just one model with two heads. No, no, no. See, it comes with two heads. That way you have to buy two bodies. So we sell twice as many. Oh, See? I gotcha. And then you have a disembodied head for the other one to hold around. Oh, I'm sure everyone is just going to be lining up to get a model with Steve and Scott characters or heads on the model. I, I <laughs> doubt that. Be Bes- besides Rich, your buddy Rich, I don't think anybody's <laughs> going to buy one, to be honest with you. There might uh, be a few. There would probably be some people out there just buying heads, just like <laughs> a ton right. of heads. <laughs> it's my beast of Nurgle. I'm going to glue it onto one body. <laughs> oh, uh. Okay, well, thank you for joining us today. It's been a pleasure, guys. Thanks for having me. Well, you're on the number one Blood Bowl podcast. That's still left because the other guys quit. (laughs) Okay, and we'll wrap this up, and (laughs) hopefully Scott has not offended anybody else. All right, take care, guys. (laughs) Thanks, Brian. 
My name Hoshikomi. I am star ninja for Nippon Super Samurai. You're listening to Both Down with Steve and Scott. And now we're back with our brand new old segment, Star Player Review. But we're recording these out of order. Shut up. <laughs> Nobody cares. Stay Nobody needs to know. It bothers me. <laughs> Let it bother you. Don't tell people. Just like your clap. My clap. Oh. Oh, uh, yes. Sexually transmitted disease joke. Uh, I think they're called STIs now. Sexually transmitted infections. Because sexually transmitted diseases sound more bad. And I know this because my wife is in school for nursing. And, <laughs> yeah, that's why. Yeah. yeah. Because my wife doctor, uh, is in school. No, she's in school, and they said that they're calling them whores. STIs now. They're calling them STIs now, for real. That's lame. Isn't that because it sounds too bad? Well, isn't it a disease? Yes. So I guess maybe. Uh, it might not be a disease since it's treatable. It's just an. Oh, maybe so. Maybe they've actually just redefined it. Yeah. Okay. I don't have the clap, so everybody knows. Would AIDS be? Because AIDS wouldn't be an infection; it'd be, or HIV; it'd be a disease. Okay, I got this. Is another tangent? Yeah, because somebody on Twitter mentioned, or somewhere on a forum, I can't remember. Uh, is it Thadden or Thaden or whatever? Okay, Thadron. Thadron is that it? Okay. He mentioned on like three die block that. We're like brony lovers or something like that, or it sounds like something for the both down guys. And I want to go on record that I am not a brony. Steve is. You're a loss. <laughs> My I loss. I don't even consider myself a brony. I like the show. Big deal. Well, you're not like... <laughs> and that cre- has nothing to do with my star player selection. <laughs> okay. You might not be a creepy, weird brony, because I'm sitting in your office here, and there's no brony stuff around. That's good. Well, I guess there's not. There really isn't. Not, none that I see. I'm looking around, but no, I, guess, I, I got some down. I got. Uh, I haven't really bought anything. I got. The you don't Donald even buy toys. the comics, do you? No, I bought some for Arthur and sent it to him. Well, he's a brony. He's an admitted yeah. brony, and I think you claim it. Yeah, I'll, I'll claim it. I mean, I okay. like the show. I like the culture. They're cute. Somebody was telling me that the horses are drawn with sexy butts and stuff on purpose. No, that's a subculture of the culture. Okay. That's those, like saying people like, sort of, yeah. That's like people saying they like, you know, Blood Bowl because of the nude models. I actually like the nude You models. can get the nude models, yeah. but that's not what everybody goes for. They don't? No. No. It's just a subculture of the subculture. Okay. But the, the, since it's the most shocking, then it'll come out more. Welcome to Star Player Review, where Scott admits he's not a brony, and he has an STD. Pretty much. That's that's our show. Good night, ladies and gentlemen. Good night. So uh, No, I have a lot of other problems besides being a brony. <laughs> uh, I guess we might as well just get into it. So explain this segment. The whole segment is taking old star players and bringing them up to current rule sets. So if I liked a guy from first edition, Blood mm-hmm. Bowl, I could bring him back. Sure. Tendon Cutter Jake, I could bring that player back. If that's one of them. I believe so. Yeah, probably escaping, huh? But boom, that's the whole idea. Stay on target. Generally, we're going to tell you what the old one had, what they would have if you just directly translated them, 
and then what we would like them to have if we got to remake them as we wanted. Yes. So, since you've already let the unicorn out of the bag, I will start. I didn't mean to do that. I'm sorry. I chose Lucky Luke. <laughs> the uh... Hello, everybody. I'm Lucky Luke. <laughs> dun, dun. That's supposed to be horseshoes going together. What? Dun, dun. You're like, hello, everybody. Oh, okay. This is Mr. Ed. And those two horseshoes went together. Famous Mr. Ed. That doesn't sound like horseshoes. Dun, dun. Okay. Hitting each other. Not really. Sounds like oh. a doorbell. Oh. But no, he, ding dong sounds like a doorbell. Okay, so he's a star player right. who was brought along for the Amazons. In he like was the, in the magazine, the first Blood Bowl magazine. Yeah, that what? wasn't like canon. I, I'm joking. Because I was gonna say the Amazons to, are in there. You're supposed to throw back that you guys told me that every time you bought a white dwarf and there was extra rules, you added them to your league right then. You're supposed to tell me that. I apologize for not living inside Scott's mind, so I don't know what he wants me to say. Oh, okay. But, yeah, so he was a horse. Well, he's a unicorn, because that's what happens back in the old days, magical unicorns. If you wanted to listen to an interview with the now defunct on the now one of the, defunct One of the podcast. best interviews they ever did, that and Morgan Thorpe. Yeah. Right. Zlurpcast, who's no longer with us. Um, they had a very good interview with Lucky Luke, right. which I liked. God, they're going to hate me for just bashing them this whole episode. That's okay. They don't listen to podcasts anymore either. Oh, so, they don't? They're good. Oh, okay, I don't cool. Know. We'll never know this. But the old stats were 10, 4, 4, and 8. Okay. How much did this guy cost just by that alone? He was 160000 Bull crap. That's But he had no hands, sprint, sure hooves, Ooh. as opposed to sure feet, same thing, but different name, uh-huh. horns, and razor-sharp claws. Horns or horn? Just said horn because he has one horn. Why razor sharp claws for the horn? Because penetrating damage. Penetrating yeah. damage. Chunk. I got gotcha. you with his horn. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's that's what he used to be, and it's real simple. If he was just straight translated, he'd be ten four four eight. He'd have loner because they all do now. No hands, sprint, sure hooves or feet, horn, and claw. Hmm. The same thing. When you give mighty blow instead of claw, you could, or you could give him stab. But <laughs> okay. that's uh, okay. So that's we- kind of how I recreated him. It was a little bit different. All right, let's see what you gave him. What'd you do to him? There Did was you so paint many, him pink? There was so many ways to go with him. Did you paint him pink first and then put no. an emblem on his hiney so you could grab it with no, your hands? Because it need to be pinky pie. Do. The ponies have the emblem on both sides of their butts? Yeah. Okay. Why don't they get them anywhere else? Because it's just, they magically appear. After you've done something It's like, why don't, why don't you get pubes on your forehead? Oh, okay. Because your pubes go where your pubes some, go. Some might think I do. They, I call them eyebrows. <laughs> okay. But things go where they go. It's just okay, how it so is. How do you earn those? They haven't really explained it. It I just kind of happens. Am I like a 13-year-old pony and then one day I'm building a fence and mm-hmm. a magically a, a fence appears on my butt and yeah. everybody goes, hey, you're, you're going to be called fence back. Pretty much. It's almost like a communist society where you don't get to choose what you want to do, but you go into what you want to do. Do you have to go through the Terrigen Mists like uh, <laughs> the Inhumans do <laughs> no. from Marvel Comics? They're not Inhumans. Do you have a hat that you put over your butt like the Harry Potter? And no sort like, of hat. Okay. I'll just pops on there. 
We might have to do a special edition both down and talk about Brony stuff. You can always listen to Bronyville, which is one of the podcasts out there. Oh God, no. which look, we love anybody who gives us a four or you know five star rating on iTunes. There's like less than twenty of them. So many hundreds and hundreds and hundreds on Bronyville. It's insane. You guys might be a problem. That subculture is huge. I know. It's a bunch of furries. No, it's not. Furries are their own thing. Golly, I was at least hoping you guys were doing this for sex. No. Oh. <laughs> it's kind of like oh. an antithesis of modern society. Do you hear that? Modern society's That's gotten... That's all the iTunes getting shut off right Modern now. society's gotten so cynical... That you can't even like something without people complaining and mocking you for it. And this is kind of the opposite of that. It's like, you know what? Like what you want, be nice to people, and that's it. Sounds like sounds like a religion. Fine. It's killing less people than real religion. So back to unicorns. Wow, word up. Wow. Brody love. Stand <laughs> there are so many different ways to do this guy. And, <laughs> like you could do it from uh, like, shut up behind so, or forward. I actually made up two different Chris's tummy. Two different styles. One that would actually be useful, which would be the more serious take, and one which is more of a mystical type of. It's so hard not to do sexual jokes, right? Now. I don't doubt it. Okay. I thought about doing a French version where he'd have like disturbing presence and <laughs> foul appearance Luke. and miracles. Well, it's L U C, so it's like French. Okay, but then he'd be all stinky. And <laughs> wow, Nurgle's rot would be like the infection of the French. So, if he kills you, so you've then just, you become French. You've just wow, this. Yeah, I think I offended our non-French listeners. If you're out there, let us know. But yeah, you can hate Steve forever. I thought it'd be kind of cool to have like a, a beret with the me. horn coming. I'm going to show my ignorance right here and say that this guy loves French fries, so he loves you guys. Okay. <laughs> Everybody loves French fries. Do you like French Canadians? Or is that the same thing? They seem kind of pompous. Oh, nah. They think we're pompous. No, we actually we have a listener who is French Canadian, remember? I know. So we like him. At Just least. Him. I don't know. I, just, I haven't really met many. God, stay on target, man. This The Quebecois. All right, let's get back to Lucky Luke. So anyways, yes. <laughs> Both the useful and the mystic ones would be 11, 2, 3, and 7. What? He's a horse. Eleven, two he, strength. So instead of having sprint, I, I'm giving him eleven movement straight off. Okay. So it just makes him a little bit better, sorta, but a little bit worse at the same time. Okay. Um, two strength. Two strength because he's a horse. Yeah, and three agility, uh, just average. Okay. And seven armor because he doesn't have any armor. Okay. So it's just average. Since he is lucky, Luke. He would not have loner because okay. he's lucky. Okay. Um, but he would have wild animal. He'd have no hands, pro, sure feet, dodge, leap, dauntless, and stab. So he's kind of annoying just going through. And how much would you, you price this guy? I was going to keep him about 160, 140. What? Oh, wow. I don't know, man. Because he, he can't hold the ball. And he's not really going to be hurting people. So he's like a little Shetland pony. He's not going to get a one-up on anybody, really. Okay. He's, at most, he's going to have an even block unless he's got people next to him. So even then, you've got to use Dauntless. And I don't know. It's not 
it's not very easy to make a unicorn into a Blood Bowl player. He could. He's called the Beast Man. He walks on two legs, and he doesn't have a tattoo on his butt. Well, he could though. He could, dude. Could you? That's what you need to do: a, be- a Chaos Beast Man team with nothing but little ponies. I'd have to mod them. Yeah, you just put things on their bottoms. But they have fur. I'd have to shave them. Well, you can just paint them the same colors as like <laughs> Squinkle Belly and Sunshine ah, Ray or whatever. Would be kind of cool. Are. Twilight Spark Girl. <laughs> she turned Japanese. Twilight Sparkle. <laughs> Uh, anyways rug burn so it's a interesting one it allows the leap you can okay, jump in i will in. give you props that it's different yeah okay. and stab for the horn now this is a of, mystical one that's the regular kind of okay let, give me a one. mystical unicorn for the mystical one no hands again no wild animal because it's, it's mystical. knows what it's doing dodge hypnotic gaze Okay. Because it's mystical, magical, and mm-hmm. you get distracted. Jump up, okay. Regen, okay, because they have healing properties. Sure. Sidestep, sure. Stab, and stakes for the horn. Yeah. Okay. What's its stats? Same. Eleven, two, three, seven. Same. Uh, wow. So, but it'd be better. Of course, this would be for like an Amazon team or mm-hmm. a good team. You know the. Lustria Lightbringers or, you know, some... Good guy team. Yeah. Okay. And then if you ever go up against an evil team, you've got a unicorn that can get to almost anywhere on the field and stab them. Just take that horn and go right into them. Gotcha. So you want to penetrate people with your horn. Sure. Okay. people, not other horses. (laughs) But people dressed as horses. Dude, I could show you some good pictures. Well, dude. You've oh, seen them. Let's, let's stop. No, not dressed as. Just, you know, the same outfits. But <laughs> I got you. I don't want to see Rugburn Shine or whoever. Rugburn Shine. Your little pony characters. I don't. Let's move on. Okay. All You're right, the one well, who brought it up. I know. I know. And I'm sorry to the listeners who are, like, really mad that we're talking so much brony talk. But it's kind we of We have funny. brony listeners. I know, but see, when I get really tired, I like going on these tangents because they're just, it's really weird right now. I, think I, I like how it, if, in. if any listener has listened to more than eh, one episode, they realize that we must do this at midnight because you're always tired. We usually do. Every episode is like, I am so tired. Okay. Well, we've done these usually at midnight, pal. It is only 11. Okay, it feels, like, it feels like midnight. Yeah, it's 10.53. Okay, well, we usually do these on a Friday or Which Saturday. Is. Yeah. And I'm usually tired, yeah. Well, you don't have to say it every time. Oh. Then I'll, I will stop next episode. <laughs> you know what, though? I'm not so tired that I just quit podcasting. Boom. Dig. Wow. Boom. Just like just like a dark elf assassin right in your back, Johnny P. Boom. Extreme. True, true friends stab you in the front. No. Oh, that's true. Oscar Wilde. Oscar Wilde. All right. He's gay, by the way. So? I just figured you want to throw that back in my face. You know, brownies or something. Oh, we could have a little Set you up a volley. Called Wild Oscar. And he's like, give me a martini. And there's a martini oh, on his That would butt. be awesome. Hey, let's go sunbathing. <laughs> <laughs> it's Wild Oscar and Rugburn. <laughs> They're coming over tonight. Let's have some good. Those actually fit together. That's what's sad. 
<laughs> yes, they do. So what are you going with today? All right, I'm going to take a different approach with our star player review. And I looked through all like the star players from the second edition stuff, and there's quite a few guys, pretty much all of them, that I'd like to redo and bring up to date. But I took two guys from the Reichland Reavers that nobody ever really talks about. Every now and then you hear about sure-handed Gregor Meeson. You hear about Griff Oberwald, Zug, even Jacob von Altdorf. Yeah. And I say you hear about him because there is a miniature that's sure-handed Gregor Meeson. Really? Well, I always thought it was a, a Griff miniature, but lately I've been seeing everybody saying it's a sure-handed Gregor Meeson figure. Hmm. It is this figure right here. And this is why we thought it was Griff. I'm looking at the back oh, of the Star Player okay. book. Because it's labeled number one, so we always thought this was Griff. He's got his hand up and everything. But I saw a few people list this as Sherhander Gregor Meeson, so I don't know. Moving on. So you always hear about those other ones. And the Star Player book for the Reichland Reavers came with six Star Players. And the other two not mentioned are Lineman, Ritter von Baum, and Ziggy Abustus. I hope I'm pronouncing that name right. Does that look right to you? Sure. Okay, because that's how we pronounced it. Uh, these guys were just star players. And, you know, star players back then just were people with some skills versus guys who didn't have skills. Um, but as you know, when we played <laughs> second edition, we thought everybody just came with skills, so we rolled stats up for anybody. So these guys became useless immediately because in the old days, uh, Ritter von Baum, uh, had four movement, which was common for humans. He could uh, sprint more, or go for it more often than normal. And then he had uh, th- three strength, three agility, and his throwing skill and cool were just normal for linemen, zero, and armor, nine. Uh, okay. And, Z- and then he came with strip ball, level one, and tackle, level three, because they used to have levels for that stuff. Right. Um, and Ziggy Bustius was also a lineman. He had uh, four movement. Uh, he had the normal sprint allowance for a lineman, which was two. He had four strength, so he had increased strength, which was good for a lineman. Uh, three agility, same stuff with the throwing skill and the cool. And then the uh, armor was nine. And the only skill he had was intercept. So he had the strength plus one and intercept. Okay. He seemed rather bland compared to some of the people. Yeah. Especially when you See, were just rolling up star players. Seems randomly. like an odd pairing of skills, too. Yeah, it kind of did. Um, I always loved both of their names. But like I said, they never got a lot of play in our league. Yeah. Mean, they got played, but they got killed real easy and stuff like that. Nobody so, cared about them. Exactly. Um, so when we were doing the Star Player Review, I always thought that their names sounded like like two guys that would always hang out together. Kind of like a tag, like a wrestling tag team. Of okay. course, you know, I like pro wrestling. I've, yeah. I've teased you about... Tattoos on butts, and now we're going to talk about men who roll around. And, Oiled up and, men and, who, who are fake less wrestle. than half naked right. and rubbing up against each other. Yeah, they fake yeah. wrestle. Yes. Uh, so I'm a big pro wrestling fan. So I always thought of these two guys probably being like the larger of life, larger than life. You know, there was always Zug, who was the big brute, but these guys were maybe some more finesse. Did you ever watch, um, what was it, First and Ten? Uh, Bubba and... The other, I can't remember. Yeah. Yes, I, I've seen it, but I couldn't tell you names. I mean, yeah, I, didn't, the, I didn't see as many episodes as everybody else did. Okay. I had to go to other people's houses to watch that. So, Well, yeah. You had to have HBO. Which really annoys exactly. me because I bought the box set of it. If anybody doesn't know, it's a old HBO show that was about football. You know, a ragtag group of misfits who have a new owner and blah, blah, blah. It was HBO, so it was a lot of boobs. It was yeah. California Bulls. Yeah, it was. Yep. Nice. 
Um, so there's a lot of boobs and sex. Well, I remember as a kid. Yeah, boobs, sex, football. Why I wanted to watch it, you know, right. watch it with my dad. And so I saw the box set. I bought it from for him for Christmas one year. Gave it to him. He's like, cool, you know, because we used to watch it. And then I bought it when it went on sale. And I go to watch it. And I'm like. They take the boobs out. This is weird. This is. Uh, I thought there was sex in this. <laughs> and I got through like six or seven episodes. I'm like, I, this just feels wrong. OJ Simpson was in it. So oh my God. That's right. What happened was when the whole OJ deal went down. Mm-hmm. Someone bought the episodes, cut out all the good stuff, you know, all the swearing, all the sex, you know, anything like that, and repackaged it for, you know, syndicated TV. Really? And that's what I bought a box set of. Is the originals out there? Not that I've seen. Oh, I'm sorry. Which I haven't even finished watching. I was like, I'm not going to watch this. Ugh. Here, here we go on another tangent. But I was cleaning my garage, and I found my Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas on oh, VHS. Nice. And I hope it still works because, you know, they cut out Kermit the Frog from the current version of it. Really? Yes. Oh. But something with Jim Henson and all that stuff. Yeah. So Kermit the Frog's not – if you buy Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas, you're not going to get the Kermit the Frog intro and stuff. They cut that out. That sucks. So I hope this works. I mean, we can get a copy somehow or something. That'd be cool. To keep forever, you know, because we need to. Yeah, of course. Back to Ritter von Baum <laughs> and um, <clears throat> Ziggy Busters. I always like love their names. They just sound like an odd tag team to me. Even back then, I loved their names, and I was just like, too bad these guys' stats suck. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to bring these guys back into the current edition of Blood Bowl as kind of like our Brick Farth and Gr- Grotty. Like you know, a tag team of them? Will you, when you purchase these guys, you purchase both of them. Okay, so, so this is one slot? They can... They probably still had to be two slots because they are two players. But you have to take them both? Yeah, you have to okay. take them both. That's how I, I picture these guys. It's like a, a classic WWF tag team or something like that. So uh, what I did with Ritter Von Baum, uh, you know, his skills were, you know, strip ball tackle. Uh, so I kind of kept him playing. He's just a regular lineman, six three three eight. He has strip ball. He has tackle. He has sprint so he can go that extra go for it, just like the last one could. Yeah. Okay. Uh, obviously he has loner. So he's pretty, pretty plain Jane, but kind of, you know, he's the guy that if he can get an open hit on somebody, he can cause some damage. And then his counterpart, uh, Ziggy Abustus, I, he's more of the bulked up guy, but I didn't really just giving him strength plus one was too easy. I thought, um, and strength back in second edition, you could have plus one strength and it meant less than strength plus one now does. Okay. So I went the other route that he was more of the, you know, if this is a power and glory type team, you know, maybe Ritter Von Baum's the glory, but the power behind the team is Ziggy Abustus. And I still gave him pass block instead of catch. I was originally thinking maybe catch to do that intercept, but yeah. I thought, no, pass block in case he can get up and around is good. I gave him wrestle and I gave him jump up so he could get up and get into the action. Um, he has, uh, his stats are, he has only five movement. So he has one less because he's the bigger of the two. Yeah. Um, and then he has uh, three strength, three agility, and nine armor. So he has that AV plus one. Okay. So he's a, a little bit more tougher and more on the ground type guy where the other guy is more of a finesse type player. Is okay. how I envisioned these guys. And I figured they'd come in between probably 280 to 300, somewhere in that round, range. That's but, way too expensive. You think so? 
If you look at star players, they they're all to. pretty expensive. I mean, Brick but they're and, cheap for what they have. Look at Brick Farth and Grardy. It's like two ninety, and you get a regular goblin and an ogre with nerves of steel and strong arm. Yeah, I but, think all star players are kind of overly priced. Okay, fine. These guys can be two twenty. I don't care. Uh, maybe. I mean, their value on paper. But would you take them for that? Um, I like the idea. Don't get me wrong. I think the idea is awesome. I think most people question: but, Do you take any star player? Because you know, we in our league, our our buddy Sarge never takes a star. Well, player. Sarge is weird. He just doesn't like them. Yeah, but I'm saying they are interesting, but I don't see why I would take them. Um, I would take a wizard or something else that was more beneficial. Hey. If my, <clears throat> anytime you have 150, the wizard could easily be talked into. True, true. I, I think star players, and I'm seeing this more and more as we play our leagues longer. Star players are there for people who want to add an extra layer to the game. Yeah, and I'm not saying that I'm better than anybody else. I'm just saying, like, with my halfling team, you know, I told you from the get go. Yeah, I'm always going to take a chef first, even if there's something better. There's not much. For no. It. Not for a no. show for 100000 Uh But just stay thematic. And then since my team is based around uh, a series of restaurants in the old world, and these are just a walking commercial. Yeah. You know, what What sells commercials better, you know, than Hot Sex. Babes? So if I have the money, I always take Zara the Slayer first. Okay. Even though I probably should take, you know, if I have three hundred grand to spend, I probably should take Deep Root, Deep Root Strong Branch or somebody. Yeah. So... That added extra layer, why I haven't been greatly successful with the halfling team, it's actually really fun. Because taking a wizard's pretty easy almost every game. Yeah, it is. And it gets, sure, it, gets, it sucks when it doesn't work. Yeah. And it's sure it's fun when you do do it. But just the self extra layer of this is my challenge and see if I can make this player work. Okay. I enjoy the star players. So I like star players. I'm just thinking that those guys, maybe they, to make them interesting, instead of allowing them on like a human team, let them be on teams that normally couldn't get humans, like maybe a goblin team or a halfling team. And well, I'm kind I'm of, actually fine with that because I haven't I didn't think that far like just a human team. Yeah, I mean. Because that's the only problem is, you know, they're not much different than humans. And if you've leveled up any humans, you've got the same thing as before. You know, I agree. But I do like them. I just wanted to pick some human guys. I mean, Nat, you're thinking about it. That is a different, different, it's a unique take on it. I like it. And I just wanted them to be like the combo package that you get, you get yeah. these two players and stuff. And maybe you're right. Maybe Based on the only... names, I was thinking one would be a quarterback and one would be a catcher. You would think Ritter Von Baum would be uh, yeah. definitely a quarterback, but he's not. So, yeah. yeah. Anyways, yeah, he, he, you think he'll marry as soon as you hear the name. Yeah, you do. But it's the bomb and the bus just, and they're coming to down to wrestle and jump up <laughs> <laughs> and strip the ball. I like um, it, though. I don't know. You know, you're right. They seem kind of maybe expensive, but like I said, I think a lot of people don't like to take star players. I know the, I think the three dot block block league, they don't take star players. Do they? I don't think so. I I I know there's some leagues that don't allow them, but I've actually had more fun in our league the last two seasons because I've told myself I'm not going to take a wizard. I suck at taking star players because they tend, 
you know, I'll set them up, and then oh, they, mine get they hurt get the hurt oh, so fast. Yeah, it it's so like, bad. oh, well, great. There's 140K yeah. gone. I wish you could almost use your apothecary on them, but oh, yeah. you can't. But, yeah, since the one season where I said I wasn't going to take a wizard, it's pretty – it's just added that extra element. and Maybe yeah. I'm just getting more out of the game. I don't know. It goes back to my idea of using fireballs only. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. Okay. But, anyways. Well, that's so there, a star player, player review. That's right. Absolutely. Awesome. Good. And our brony talk and our other various talks of conversations. If you have any comments about it, eh, keep it to yourself. <laughs> eh. <laughs> I want to hear it. <laughs> Let us know. Make fun of Steve. Yeah, they always always do anyways. Well, they don't. They love you. They love you more than me. Everybody always sends you, like, free stuff. Here's some free comics. Here's a free Lizard Man team. Here's some free bacon cookies. So that's two people. Still. Yeah. You know how much free stuff I got? You got bacon cookies. I Bacon crackers. That's why. Okay. So Paulo loves me. Yeah. He's the only guy. I don't hear anybody saying, like, oh, I can't wait. I'm a Scott Prime. I'm a primate. Because Scott's so cool. Yeah, I'm reaching. Well, we go to shout-outs, and then you can talk about people Let's there. take a little break, and then let's come back for some shout-outs. Hey there, Harry Badshaw here, back for the second straight year to tell you about my super awesome tournament, the Oklahoma Bowl, March 9th in Norman, Oklahoma. Participants have a chance to win their very own Orc Blood Bowl team. So swing on by OklahomaBowl.com to pre-register for both Oklahoma Bowl and our new Spiky Cup tournament on March 10th. That's right, back-to-back NAF-approved tournaments. So if you want to pad your record against terrible opponents, come on down. Hello, I'm Frederick. I'm on the Warg Acres the Betas, and you're listening to Both It Out with Steven Scott. All right, we're back with some shout-outs. What was that? Is there something going on over there with uh, Wild Oscar and Rugburn? No, that was my water. Your new ponies? I had water. You had some water. Was it delicious? You know, I haven't made a pony. A lot of people make their own ponies, like for <laughs> avatars. Like, not to throw certain people under the bus, but one of our listeners has a pony avatar of himself. Mm-hmm. And he even made a plush one. Out of fabric, and it looks pretty cool. That's actually really brilliant on their part. Oh, yeah. If it's like a pony store, like a Build-A-Bear. They should. But like Build-A-Pony thing. But they have an online version of that where you can build your own different My Little Ponies. Someone Because it's all Flash animation. So oh, is. okay. Um, someone had the character creator. So I, uh, can make, I can make Wild Oscar and yeah. Rugburn. And you can even upload your own cutie marks and have them on the flanks. Nice. But... I went through and I made ones for all the Avengers. They were really cool. I've seen your Green Lantern one. And my favorite is a Green Lantern one. So you I... have made ones. Well, not of me, though. Oh, okay. I haven't made one that represents Would you me. be a unicorn or would you be like a Pegasus or would you be like both? That's called an alicorn. An alicorn? Yeah. Cool. I didn't know that either. If it has a horn and wings, I'd it's be an a alicorn. But then I wouldn't be a pony. They, had, they do have griffins in the show, though. Do they attack the ponies? There's a wild... I think there's a wild griffin. Is there any bad guys? Cause they, oh, yeah, there's bad guys. I got a comic for my children, and I had to read to my five-year-old and two-year-old, and mm-hmm. it was... I didn't really care for it. Yeah, I mean, 
There's villains in every episode, pretty much, but... They're just... They're kind of annoying. It just depends. Alright. So, shout-outs. Let's do some shout-outs. Where are we going first? Well, let's go to Alcon. This Alcon? Is, no, Alcon. O-W-L. No, A-L-C-O-N. If your name is Al, <laughs> you can call me Al. So it's a convention no, of Weird Al fans. It's Weird Al fans. I think there actually is an Alcon, <laughs> isn't there? There probably is. That'd be kind of fun to go to, maybe. Maybe once. Yeah, I was going to say, I I've love Weird Al. I've listened I ever since I was a kid. I every year. Yeah, what am I going to do? Buy like Did he ever have Hawaiian a shirts? Did he have a cereal? No. I'm going to Google that. Surely Weird Al had a cereal. No. During the Weird Al show years. He should have. The Weird Al show was With like late. marshmallow potatoes or something. It was only on for like one season. Maybe two. It was two. I love but that But that was early song. 90s. I love that theme song. Yeah. That was good. All right. So, no, it's Owl as like the flying bird creature. Which you associate with Texas, right? In Houston? Or or Rice. The University of Rice. Oh, is that Rice what it is? Owls. Uh-huh. Oh, that makes sense now. Boom. I didn't, not the I Houston I did Cougars. not understand that. No, it's Alcon. That's okay. why it's Alcon. Uh, there's an Alcon Cup on Saturday, February 16th at the Lee, Lay. Lay Student Center on Rice University campus in Houston. Wow. It says it right there. You so, didn't catch it. Well, I don't know what their stupid mascot is. Okay. So, let me get this straight. On the university campus of Rice University, there's a student center called Lay. Mm-hmm. L-E-Y. L-E-Y. Yeah. How many jokes are made about that? Eh, probably none. They're, they're maturing college. It's Texas. Yeah. Okay. Then they're, never mind. Okay. No, so Alcon is, I guess, a gaming convention, from what I understand. Right. And, and they're then, actually going to have their first Blood Bowl tournament. Right. This is the first NAF tournament in Houston. Uh, it's probably it's like the, the third in Texas is what our notes say here, but we're not 100% Technically, sure it's probably the sec. Well. There was two Bugmans. There were two Bugmans, so then this one. And then this one. Yeah. Depends on how you look at it. Second separate one. Which, if any Bugman listeners are out there, yeah, let, you, you let guys us know what's going on. There's a month away. We don't have a clue. Half the distance than Alcon would be. Yeah. Or less, even. We'll gladly go. Or I don't have a lot of money, and I don't know if I can have enough to get to Alcon, but. Yeah. But don't, don't drop the ball, Bugmans, guys. If you're listening. Get off your fannies. Let's do or this. come up for March for Oklahoma Bowl. You could always come up for Oklahoma Bowl. That's true. Uh, but anyways, for, for, for Alcon, Alcon, yeah, free admission. All you got to do is pay to get into the convention. You can come play the Blood Bowl game first. Which is awesome. So uh, you can go to Alcon, that's O-W-L-C-O-N.com for rules or the NAF or Talk Fantasy Football. And that's being run by Brad. I don't know if it's actually being run by Brad or he's just helping. I don't know. The same Brad who left his uh, laptop at a Nuffleween? It wasn't a laptop, but... What was it? I- iPad? Yeah, it was an iPad. Still? Yeah. I think it's the same guy? Yeah, it is. I'm oh. sure he wasn't happy. No, is he running it, though? I I think somebody else posted the information on NAF. Yeah. But regardless, you guys all go out, especially you Texas guys. You're a way bigger yeah. state than Oklahoma. Let's get some people down there. Let's build up this area, guys. We're doing our best. And Brad's already paid to come to Oklahoma Bowl. Yeah, he's awesome. He's already bought a field. He has. Should, Which, we, should we go into that next? Might as well. 
Go to orclahomabowl.com, which is O-R-C, Lahoma, com, And uh, you can find out all the information, the tournament rules for March 9th for the Oklahoma Bowl. March 10th for the Spiky Cup. For the Spiky Cup. And then you can also see a preview of the field that you can order and still get. For uh, 65 bucks until, well, probably not anymore. Because it's actually after the 15th. Well, then go catch it. See if we haven't changed it. Yeah, oh, if it hasn't changed, you can still get it for 65 right. bucks. Right now it's the 65 bucks till the 15th, which is only a few days away. But I'm By the time this is going up, it'll be the 15th. Yeah, but I'm also very busy at work. So if I don't change it in time, you guys get a bargain. So True. you can also just put down 25 bucks and uh, get your 35. field. 35 bucks and get your field uh, reserved for you. Um, that's if you're coming to Oklahoma Bowl. Well, obviously. Yeah. They're coming to Oklahoma But Bowl. also, we found out the last date that we have to accept orders is February 9th. February 9th. Okay. So, so that's not too long. We have a very short window here we got to get our orders in so that we make sure to have them on time from Italy. That's right. Because Alex FF Fields needs some time. Because those travel by, like, camel. Well, I want to make sure to get them here so if there's any problems, we still get them here. I got you. Because I don't need them to be like, oh, well, you know, it'll be two days late. Two so days if, late does not do us any good. If you do come to Oklahoma Bowl, you also get some custom dice. If yep. you sign up early. Just ordered those. We just got those in the order. Yeah, if you uh, sign up early, you get extra dice. Awesome, cool dice. You may be able to buy the extra dice, but I doubt we have any left. No, because those are limited edition ones. I know. Uh, I what else do you cheap, get? Like 40, 50 bucks. What else did we do for Oklahoma Bowl? We have a team that's currently being painted of orcs from right. Grebo, the orcs in uniform. Is that Grebo? I think you, it's Grebo. You're the guy who bought them. So. Yeah, I got them from Brian. Harmon. Shout out to Brian Harmon Shout for selling out. us those orcs. Gave us a good deal and we're passing it along to you, you, you. Because they're going to be free, free, free. Well, that's lame, lame, lame. I know. But we're giving away a raffle at Oklahoma Bowl. It's going to be a Bowl. full orc team. This is not like a 12-figure, hey, here's a tournament team. It's only 12 guys. No, it's like, I think we're at 15 or 16 figures. You get a troll. And two goblins. Yep. And a bunch of... Orcs. Yeah, a lot of orcs. You get all the blitzers, all the blockers and linemen and throwers and stuff. So they should be awesome. We'll try to get a picture as soon as they're painted. Have you decided how you're going to give these away yet? It will be by raffle. And everybody who order or pays for both days will be entered into the raffle. What? Okay. So There may be additional to... ways to enter the raffle, but we will not reveal that until the day. Okay, so if I come to Oklahoma Bowl and come to Spiky Cup, I can get my name in the raffle. Yeah. Okay. You have to pre-register for both days to get your free entry. Do I have to show up? Yeah. I, I can't just pay for it and not show up. Let's say I lived in Pennsylvania or Dubai, and okay. I just wanted to send some money for my raffle. Huh. Let's say I might have to work Sunday, so I might miss Spiky Cup. And I go ahead and pay both days. But I well, can't we're going to do the drawing on the first day. Ah, so really, I you could be sneaky. You know, you should ask me these questions before we do this stuff. Because you keep catching I, me at the end. I know. Um, I would say anybody who pre-registers for both days gets, gets an entry, no matter what. If you don't make it to Oklahoma Bowl, and if you somehow win... We will, I guess, have to ship it to you. That seems fair. 
But I mean, if they want to pay thirty-five dollars for a yeah. entry, that's, yeah, that's lame. But you're playing for an entry, and I mean, we'll send you the dice too. So <laughs> somebody you got that. It. Somebody's going to do it, and they're ironically going to win, and then all our local guys are going to be pissed. That's bullcrap, man. Well, I'm again. I'm not going to promise this is the only way to enter the drawing, but this is going to be probably one of the preferred. Can I get in? You might get multiple tickets if you sign up early. Can versus... I get in on the drawing? Or are we no, excluded from we're it? excluded. Okay. As much as I'd like to. I know. I'll, even though I have two orc teams, I was like, they're going to look cool. I don't even know how many orc, orc Especially teams with I have. Kenny P- they're all plastic, though. What's his company called? What is he actually called on Facebook? Rogues Studio Productions, I think. Yeah. That sounds something right. Like that, yeah. Rogue Spe- painting or something like yeah, that. Yes. Speaking of Facebook, you can always go to check us out at facebook.com slash both down. That's right. And if you would like to actually uh, show your support, or maybe you just like Steve because he's a brony, or you like me because I'm not a brony and you have some extra money, you can actually purchase some both down dice, the, some exclusive colors for this year. Yeah, we've and- sold out. Not sold out, but we've sold a lot of them. Yeah. We don't have as many left as I thought we would. So yeah, there was a f- they're running out. First time we mentioned it, yeah, we actually sold a lot more. I thought we would too, and all that money really is going to is to you know fund maybe future dice you know products for the following year and server space, server space, and stuff like that for the show because obviously we don't really make any money on this, but we make yeah. This is going to help maybe pay for that, and then we'll <laughs> maybe. be happy. But yeah. So thank you for those people who have actually bought a lot of dice. And we actually had some people buy T-shirts. Who who did that? Canadians. Canadians. They love us. I want to say Tyler. Was this and the Hobble Gang? Dwarf. Yeah, the Hobble. The Hobble. 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 The Hogtown Blood Bowl League. Yep. Doesn't Alex run those guys? He's with them. I don't know if he He's runs with, it. I thought he was the commissioner. He might be. Canadian George Michael. Yeah. I don't get into the politics of things. You don't. No, I Do just you follow them on stalk Twitter? them. Yeah, well, they're on Twitter and Facebook both. Okay, or you can check them out at www.thehobble.com. Yeah, they got a big old order together. It's I love awesome. the logo. They got Blues Blue Brother Brothers, Pig Pigs. Yeah, I think they're going to send us some dice for Oklahoma Bowl too. That would be awesome. If you do run other uh, tournaments and you'd like to donate to some free raffles at Oklahoma Bowl or Spiky Cup, yeah. Please send them our way or get a hold of Both us. Bothdownpodcast at gmail.com. Let me know. Because I know we've got dice from, uh, was it Stockbowl, Blingtooth, Slurpee. From Slurpee. I don't know if we got dice from Slurpee. We got uh, other stuff from Slurpee. We got some patches, some pins, some miniatures. Johnny says he's going to send us some stuff from Chaos Cup. Ooh. We're going to try to get stuff. We helped some guys out in Australia. They were supposed to send us some stuff. Good. So anybody listening, I will gladly take any crap you want to throw at me. <laughs> and we'll promote Put it in the box, mail it to us, and we'll be happy to give you a shout-out, promote your tournaments, do whatever we can for you. All right. And then uh, we'll give away. I'd like to uh, give out a shout-out to two losers who no longer are podcasting because they need to take a break. They're tired. Shut up. No, I'm joking. Actually, I'm going to – I've gave them enough hell all episode – Johnny P. Extreme, enjoy your sabbatical from podcasting just for a little while, and please return, because I really enjoy your podcast. Yeah, I'm sure they will. There's no way you keep those two down. Surely not. They're why we do this. 
I know, and that's why. Dude, why we go to tournaments? It was kind of actually we tournaments. I know I gave them a hard time this whole episode, and I mean that, which all is probably friendly. why they're not listening to this part exactly. So they'll never hear this. But in all honesty, it was kind of sad listening to that last podcast, knowing that they could take a couple months off. And I need my fix. I'm too worried about ours. Are you? <laughs> I'm like I got to come up with more ideas. Oh, we got plenty of ideas. That's, that's what you always tell me. So, I know. anyways, Johnny P. Extreme, go enjoy your time off. I understand. Uh, I've taken a long sub- three month, now four month uh, sabbatical from my uh, pro wrestling podcast myself. Jeez. So, I do understand that sometimes you just kind of need to take a break, walk away from the subject, and kind of refresh. And Yeah, we can always have them on here if they want. Yeah, if they want to still talk some Blood Bowl, they can. So, get a hold of us. But thank you. And uh, we eagerly await your return. We should also give a shout out to. Jonathan Mickelberg, James Ebby, Pierre Pierliurta, all for sending in questions, helping us out with our Q&A segment. I think I'm missing someone, aren't I? Oh, uh, Sean. Sean Stevens, too. Sean yeah, Stevens. That's who it was. See, yeah. that's why I have notes. Yeah, but we don't follow them very I know. Well. We're horrible. Actually, I'd like to thank everybody that's out there that follows us on Twitter, but you can... We can always get more responses from you guys, so don't be scared to yeah. send us a response. We're we at questions. both down on Twitter. I'm at Kilowog2814. Oh, <laughs> I was like, why is he pointing at me? Wow. I was actually thinking about something else. Um, you can actually follow me at, at Fat Finley, F-A-T-F-I-N-L-E-Y. Okay. I, I forgot to spell it. You always spell it. Different ways to spell Finley or Fat yeah. It's not P-H-A-T. It is not. You're not pretty hot or tempting. Wow. So. Pretty hot and tempting. Episode's almost wrapped up. That'd be a new pony. Fat pony? No, you call it pretty hot and tempting. Oh, okay. Or, or well, trending or. Something. shut up. So, now we're coming to the end of the podcast. Okay. So, this is the part where we never end it? Well, no. This is the part where hopefully you made it this far, and this is where I get to tug on your heartstrings. Because there's a tournament coming up, and all tournaments are for good reasons when you do for non-profit, you know. There's Chromatic Cup, Special K Cup, I think, you know, the Christmas Jingle Ball. There's a lot of different tournaments where, Jingle Ball. you know, you're doing something for someone else. Even our Critter Bowl, we're doing one just for helping our buddy Sarge. HopeBowl.net. Go there, check it out. One of the Blood Bowl players recently lost his wife at a much too young age. He's got two young kids who now he's taken care of by himself. So this is my call to kind of see if we can get people to donate money to him and help him out. The tournament might be over by the time you listen to this. I'm sure the website will still be up, hopebowl.net. It'll take you to Chris Waplett's uh, Chris Engler's Chris Engler's known as website, Wap Caplets. So it'll take you to his site, and then you can make a donation. If you're not going, you can still make a donation. They we will, did. They will take donations after the tournament. Absolutely, I guarantee they will, and give it to the right person because those guys are. And yes, Christmas just ended. I'm sure everyone's a little hurting for money, but the way I put it on Facebook, you know. The 20 bucks that you could spend taking your wife out to dinner or 40 bucks for your kids and the wife and all, you know what? You can send that money to them, and you can stay at home and still hug your wife. Yeah. And your wife can hug your kids. So why not? There's nothing bad helping people. 
No, you're right. So I think this is a good cause, and a, actually, it's a very good cause. I can't, uh, as much as I tease and joke about my wife at times, yeah, to you off air or maybe on air. <laughs> I cannot imagine being a parent with even just two children, let alone two young children. Doing I believe it alone. they're five and two, and she was twenty nine, <sighs> and it was a pneumonia, just. Well, out of the blue, you don't expect it. Yeah, that's rough. I yeah. mean, the loss alone, but then raising the children, you know. And we always talk about how good the community is and how we help people and well, there's no douches. Like I said, one meal. What's it gonna what's it gonna hurt you? Exactly. So that's so. our challenge. If everyone can go out, donate, we'd appreciate it. They'd appreciate it. Do some good in this world. <laughs> wow. I know. But that's why we're ending the podcast on this note. Why? So you can feel bad. So you can immediately go to that website because I just gave it to you, hopebowl.net. Well, even though we donated, I still feel bad. So let's – what we got to have something. Why? Something that makes us stay on target. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how to follow this up. you really, like, throwing me I'm a good. I like, I like ending on sour notes sometimes. This is not in our notes, folks, <laughs> so this is really throwing me off. You throw me off? I throw you off. Hmm. Sounds like a really bad gay rodeo. Gay rodeo. Good night, ladies and gentlemen. Gay rodeo with Wild Oscar and Rugburn. Would you like to end on that note? <laughs> I got to think of one more. How about push pedal? Push pedal pony? Yeah. Is that a real pony? No. Would, you, would that, they uh, repair like- old push pedal cars? Yeah, he's like a, a race car driver guy, but with a t- twinge of like gayness to him. They're, these are all gay. Ponies. They don't have no. They have to, you have to have baby ponies. No, they don't have any gay ponies. I don't think. <laughs> well, that's why they need three of them. You know, Oscar's like the hey. He's got the martini, wild Oscar, and Rugburn just has like a red bottom from being like spanked and rubbed around a lot. Well, he has worms, so he keeps rubbing his. Butt on the ground. <laughs> wow, doing the, the little dog paddle shuffle mm-hmm. thing on the carpet. That's brilliant. I used to love my grandma's dog who did that <laughs> often, and I couldn't figure out why. But And then push pedal has Have you seen like, a kid do that? Are you serious? Yeah. No. It's kind of sad, but funny. Oh, that's pretty funny. I'll have to YouTube that. Um, push pedal could be like, he's like the, the roughneck gay guy, you know? He's like. So he's I, like I'll, a bear pony? Yeah, yeah. He's like. It's kind of like, um, what's that guy's name? Dash Renfro or what? What's that car? Brad Renfro? No, Speed Speed Lightning or Speed Buggy? No, the car from Cars. Lightning McQueen? Yeah, he's kind of like that. So <laughs> his is like a checkered board butt panel thing with like a wrench that kind of goes into a bottle. See, this is so humorous like, to me. A, huh? This is humorous to me because now you're understanding why I like the show. Because just like how I like Green Lanterns and the Avengers, you know, groups with a lot of different characters. Mm-hmm. So ponies are the same way. Each pony has a different story, and you can find the backstories. And now you're making them up on your own. Yeah, I'm going to make up my own ponies. Even as you mock it. And then I'm going to have a griffin come in and kill them all. Okay, we can do that. He's called Merv Griffin. <laughs> okay, that's even Merv better. the Griffin. Wow. He's a TV producer. He's going to put them all on TV, and then he kills it's like them. It's like the running man. He's like the producer. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's Jesse the oh, pony, wow. and he's like, I'm 
I don't have time to bleed. And he goes running around okay, and he so slays them. If anybody out there knows how to use flash animation. It's like a glue factory and thing, we too. And we can turn this into a pony show of cross between My Little Ponies and Running Man. Can, can I have like a gua- little gua- – you said there's babies, right? So like yeah. a little Guatemalan like – young kid pony named like Huffsack and he's always like snorting glue but he doesn't know that glue's made from other ponies <laughs> so he's like oh he's like messed up high wow oh give me some more glue senor though they speak spanish in guatemala sure that's awesome or guatemalan probably portuguese i don't know <laughs> probably but he's always like huffing Do we have any guatemalan Huffsack. listeners yeah and i was, I was hell if we have any listeners at this point i'd be surprised <laughs> This is like the thing that you put at the end of the episode. Uh, so might if, be. <laughs> Huffsack. I love Huffsack the pony. He could be like just kind of like dull puke brown. I was thinking like a puke brown green yeah, look. Yeah. Like, and nobody really wants to like hang he's, out with him because he's like the hair smelly. over his eyes. and Yeah, yeah. He has bad teeth. Yeah. It looks like. Yeah, just jagged, messed his, up teeth. His hooves shake. Right. And and Merv Griffin, the TV producer, who wants to slay the ponies, he tricks the he tricks Huffsack into getting him on this combatant show where Jesse <laughs> the pony's there. And he's the guy we who's We have like to save him. This is the only way to save Huffsack. No way. My martini's going to spill. Wild Oscar, stop being that way. Help me fix this up. No way, push pedal. I got to sunbathe. Oh, my gosh. Wow. This is too good. Stay on target. We Stay on target. Next month, we'll see you back. We'll have Critter Bowl results. What else are we going to do? I have no idea. We're going we're gonna to maybe... We'll do something. We might spin off to an own pony show. Oh. Might. I think it would be great to have... <laughs> this is another tangent, but... How funny would it be to have a pony show where you watch it all, We get Sarge who watches and really likes ponies, and mm-hmm. then... I'm the third guy that's never seen the show at all, but I give my, like, jock bully mentality <laughs> spin on it. I don't, why Why are they so nice to each other? I don't get make that. Any How sense? come I don't pick on the other one who's who's purple with the spots? That one's such an obviously outcast. retarded. Why don't they say that? They could have a Down syndrome pony. Well, they do kind of. Are you serious? Th- well, there was a background pony in the first episode whose eyes were... How many crossed. listeners have we lost? Probably a lot. Anyways, th- her eyes, one was up, one was down. <laughs> and That doesn't mean he's just down no, no, syndrome. No. They, the fan base thought it was funny, so they called her Derpy. Like Herpa-Derp, you know? Okay. So she's Derpy Pony. Well, for whatever reason, she's the mail carrier. So now, like, she got super popular. Do people ever ride And she's these? actually in the show. Oh. All the time as a background pony. And one she time. She always has cross eyes? Yeah. And wow. one time, that's her thing. One time, uh, they actually gave her a talking voice. And she was a klutz and running into things. And it's like at the very beginning of the show. Well, the gal who did the voice patterned the voice after her five year old uh, neighbor or something. And it's just like a young boy, but he was kind of goofy. And people got upset because they thought that they were making fun of <laughs> mentally challenged people. Awesome. So in later episodes, they changed the voice. Nice. 
but I think you can still find it on German. There ought to be one called Piggyback, and he's always trying to like ride the other ponies. And you don't know what's going on. Right. That's that ch- that joke. Yeah. Get it? Yep. Get what I'm talking about? Piggyback. We really ought to like stop this segment and then film another out. We're not going to film anything. Film. See, I did it again. Oh, my gosh. We need to record another way to end the show so you can splice it together. And we can I'm keep I'm looking this. at this. It's 26 minutes. And I was good at ending about 13 minutes ago. All right. So let's really end this. And then we'll stop it. And we'll actually record a real ending so you can edit it around. Does that make sense? I'm not doing that. Oh. Then let's we'll just go it. ahead and end this now. We'll be back next month. All right. Thanks, everybody. Both Down is a production of Couch Pirate Radio. Please drop by CouchPirates.com to hear more of their podcasts. Are we recording? I am. <laughs> okay, so we stopped the podcast. Ended the podcast. Ended the podcast. And yet, for the last, what, five minutes, I can't resist not drawing this pony Wild Oscar. So if you're still listening, all this talk's only going to be about Wild Oscar, the pony. Wow. So I'm going to show Steve, and I'm about so to... So again, t- let me refresh people. I, 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 hate, I am the person who watched the show and could self-identify as a brony, yet you're the one actually drawing ponies and making them up. Let me tell the world out there that if you haven't drawn a little pony with your own spin, like wild oscar the gay flamboyant pony it's pretty awesome it's kind of fun i'm I'm telling you and uh if you follow me on twitter you know like earlier today on whatever today's date is this friday when i was in a meeting all day i drew a blood bowl player and i tweeted it out and i'm not a horrible artist but i'm not the best really good but uh Look at this doodle, Steve. I'm going to pass this along. I'm going to tweet this out here in just a few minutes. What the fuck? This is gay. This is wild Oscar. Hey. That is <laughs> disturbing. He's pink. I might scan this in probably and put this on the website. He is too. fat. He kind of. Is he a pony? You know is what? That, is, that cl- is that close enough? It's close enough. It's, it's more uh, G3 than G4. It's more the older style, but that's fine. Okay. Um. But he actually, he looks like if uh, if Miss Piggy had a gay brother. Oh, wow. <laughs> he actually looks more like, okay. Or Cerberus, the aardvark, you know? Uh-huh, Cerberus? Yeah, if he had a gay brother. Oh, yeah? He does kind of look more like that. Okay, so. Because uh, you do kind of have the longer, elongated yeah. snout. Which is what, you know, it should be, but it's not what the style is. Notice he has is. a little martini on his hiney. Saw that. Isn't that pretty awesome? I thought he was making like a cloud fart. No, he's not making He has a puffy tail. I, I, so did he band it so that it goes out straight and then poofs? Right. He, he banded okay. it, and I'm going to put some bands on it right now so everybody knows that, <laughs> if you're into that. And then it's poofy. And, um, yeah, he's kind of into that. He uses uh, mane and tail yeah, shampoos. Yeah, because, God, I knew someone who used that in real life. Yeah, I used to work at a feed store, and we just, that's all we sold was mane and tail. Not for people's horses, for no, women. For them, I don't get it. Oh, because they thought it was good. Yeah. Look at this dude, man. Wild Oscar. That is pretty awesome. I, I'm going to maybe become a Brony fan without ever watching this show. 
Because I might draw more of these little stupid characters because it's fun, actually. It's actually stress-relieving. If you did them well, you could charge people for it. Don't tell me that. No, I'm, really. I mean, why, people why pay. Because I can't draw. Man, look at look at this guy. But now all I see is the gay aardvark because <laughs> he's a pony standing upright. And if you follow me on Twitter, I'm about to tweet this out. So you'll get to see this <laughs> and then... Breaking For everybody else, wall, they get to like, wonder, what the hell is he doing? Yeah, it's like, why am I still listening to these guys? Ever since Slurpcast went down <laughs> and ZTZ, all this show's become his brony talk. And that guy doesn't even watch brony. He's probably lying. I do have daughters, so I do have to pay attention to this stuff. So It's a good show. Eh, I guess. But look at, he's so I kind of like to hang out with this pony. Like, hey, I've never had a martini before. I, I'll try one. He's like, sure you will, honey. That's not all you'll try. Yeah. <laughs> wow, well, he probably had would have a gay horse laugh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he also has the little red scarf around his neck. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. <laughs> I like how you gave him hair in, like, the <laughs> arms and the chest uh-huh. to make him look even more naked. Because just just plain fur, you don't really think he's naked. But when you give him hair, then you're like, no, that dude's totally naked. Well, yeah, he's pretty naked. I didn't, I didn't show his junk or anything. No, there's no junk going. Because we're kid-friendly, even though we're expl- okay. it says explicit we on are explicit. iTunes. Even though we never really cuss. Not we, like we other do. shows. Oh, Not no. like those defunct shows. <laughs> Look, he's so awesome. Uh, My question to you, if you're still listening, would you hang out with Wild Oscar the Pony? And then if you don't know what I'm talking about, you can either check him out at the website, because I'll put a link up, or uh, <laughs> you can check my Twitter account, at Fat Finley. And Are you going to make a backstory to put up with the picture? I should, but I'm not going to, because I'm also extremely lazy. Well, see, he's actually so a white be- pony. He's sort of albino. But he loves going to the beach. He does love going to the beach. Even though he doesn't like running, because that's why he has a pot belly. Mm-hmm. You notice that? That's all that. Hey. How's it going, everybody? <laughs> I need another martini. Oh, gosh. You guys are so silly. How did that slip out of my pants? <laughs> He's just friendly. Don't worry. He doesn't bite. Unless you want him to. Oh. Wow. Right, that's enough of that. All right, well... We do not mean to make fun of gay people. No, not at all. Or pony people. No, not at all. Although, really, if if, if you're one of those people... Okay. If you get offended what, by fear? me talking about this, then uh, you've got a problem to be They're in. not listening if they are. But bronies, obviously, I have no problem with. Cool people, for the most part. Um, the bronies who want to have sex with the ponies... Honestly, whatever. If it gets your rocks off, you're probably fine. That's kind of weird. The, it is. It's less weird than furries, because furries dress up as animals or you know, whatever. I don't right. need to get into the whole discussion. However, have you seen the people who do pony play? Have oh, you heard gosh. of this? No. There are people who... Like, they dance around as ponies and stuff? Like a, a pony would in the wild? Not even dancing around. As in, they put on a tail and put on blinders sometimes and pull carts. I would like, if you're into that, 
get a hold of us because I'm really chubby, and you could like Rick pull. Shaw? Yeah, you could pull me over to Whataburger. God, we have our and own give Rick me a, like a bacon cheeseburger, and you can pull me back because it's like only a half a mile away from my house, and that'd work you out. But that's pro- I mean that's that's a real thing. It's weird. It's so weird what people get into. All right, what were my other ponies' names? I had Wild Oscar. I had Push, Push Pedal, Pedal Rugburn. I think that was it. I was only had, only had three of them. Yeah, this oh, was the we, trifecta. Then we had the Griffin. Oh, Merv Griffin. Yeah, Merv Griffin. I wonder if that's the name of the guy in the show. It might be. I'll have to look. God, that'd be sad. I don't think it is. We'll just change his name to like Mirth Griffin. Ah, yes. See how we did that? And we'll just so make him a different Why color. are we still talking about this on the Blood Bowl podcast? Because this is like the end. I told you. Could, okay. Let's, this is just too exciting. So uh, okay. we might have more ponies later. See you guys. <laughs> <laughs>